I don't care if you just finally got it. If the species reviewers is up in you, you know I'm tapping to it all night. Up, slash, that light. Welcome to Black and the Black Diamond. Tiffany, I'm the host. Cthulhu Prodigy coming to you live and direct from the Lisa Smokey Out fam with all that dang, dang, dang shit. On my left, though, in the world of Nancy. Hey, we got that vintage for you. And like that Usher meme that's out there, watch this. Alright, I'm up far right. Engineering on the one to two. Several people out on three supposed chronos. The property with the third infinity base that we built together is on sale right now. It's on the market. All so right. if anybody needs to buy a, a house to live in and have the old infinity base, you can you can buy it. <laughs> so all right. Last but not right. least, we got your boy Blue. That kid really thought a Rolodex was a knockoff Rolex. You <laughs> really did, man. You really did. Holy yeah, shit. No. Yeah. 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 We are old. That was sad. That was really, really sad. But we're also really, really old, apparently. So, you know, there's that. Clearly. Clearly. I'm going to have to have a history lesson with my son. <laughs> Listen here, you little shit. <laughs> Damn. Back in my day. Don't talk to kids like that. Didn't have a phone book. We had to have it on a, a little white card. We had to flip through it. <laughs> Up and uh, mm -hmm. all right, I got some some statistics. And my oldest daughter is in the chat. First in the chat. Hello. Look at that. Yeah. All of a sudden, now I'm cool like? and shit. Now that she's all older, <laughs> you know, I'm just just saying. When I was when when I she was you. younger, I wasn't cool at all. I was mm -mm. some guy just telling her what to do. Anyway. There you go. Listener of the All week right. would be uh, Ellie Jade Glenn. Thank you very much for listening. We definitely appreciate it. Good shit. All right. Old Ninja, you usually pouring out something frothy, something malty. You always brown or and or yellow. What you doing it for whom's this week? Uh, there's nothing. Not pouring out nothing this week. Just Ain't showing. Except for, no, we're, we're going to pour out. Uh, a little something for the uh, victims, the uh, Highland Park, Illinois victims. There we go. You, you're yes, not, yes. Uh, not the Chicago people, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah the media. Well, we can no, they're, they're a suburb of Chicago. It's not even really a... I mean, it's pretty far to be a suburb of Chicago. Mm. It's like 20, 25, 30 miles. It's, that's, it's like saying that... Uh, I don't know. Livermore is a suburb of Oakland, you know. <laughs> it, it's 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 far cool. away, and from what I heard, uh, uh, Michael Jordan used to live there, so it was it's pretty. Well, it was it was him and a couple of other Bulls players, yeah, like very, uh, I think Scottie Pippen. Some other people lived out there as well. It's very affluent, and you know they they want to make sure to 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 let people know that. You know, or at least try to give the illusion of, you know, it's so close to Chicago, that's probably gang violence, but it's nowhere close to Chicago. Um, I guess sort of maybe, but it's not not really. And they just need to say that it's Highland Park and not not Chicago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, clearly. Well, I just I just wanted to check and see because I saw earlier today that uh, Carlos Santana had um, passed out on a stage. And I wasn't sure if it was like health reasons, but looks like it was from heat exhaustion, which I'm glad to hear because. That man can make a guitar cry. At least that's what Wyclef said. Yeah, he's pretty pretty <laughs> up there. Like when I first read, saw the story, I was like, "Oh, I hope he didn't die." But yeah, it's heat exhaustion. It can still get you though. So, but still, sure can. 
Dude, I saw him at uh, Shoreline Amphitheater when I was still in the Bay, maybe about two, three years ago. He can still fucking rock, rock a crowd. So yeah. uh, if you have never seen him in concert live, uh, go do that ASAP, you know? Uh, well I, saw him, I saw him for free. I saw him at the, um, there's a free concert at Golden Gate Park. It was headlined by Dave Matthews Band. And Dave Matthews is like, hey, I got a friend of mine. He kind of lives in the area. Uh, I kind of want to bring him out. Y'all, you, y'all want me to bring him out? And everyone goes crazy. Oh, Santana. And he played for like a good like hour. Just him. Oh, well, him and he had a little bit of backup, but it was awesome. It was free. It was awesome. That's good. That's good. So, was this Outside Lands? No, it was at Golden Gate Park. Oh, okay. You, usually right. Outside Lands is in Golden Gate Park, too. But that's all Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. But I, I don't think Outline, Outside Lands is free. No. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. That's it. Up there in price. Yeah, that shit. They they be wanting to have Coachella prices and that shit sometimes. Oh yeah, that. yeah. No, this is free. All you had to do was show up. <laughs> it was awesome. I would like to learn about his history, Carlos Santana, because I don't I don't really know much about him except he's a fucking amazing guitar player. Dude, he played a, he played uh when he was like, I don't know, a late teenager teenager or something like that at Woodstock. Mm, God damn. He's been playing for a hot ass minute and that uh to me, that Supernatural album, like late 90s, oh, yeah. 99, yeah. that shit put him back on the map with like our entire What's generation. Name? The... Rob, whoever it is, what was his name? Rob something, who's not popular anymore, but. Oh, probably just frozen. He's in the Upside Down. Somebody play the music, get him back. Maybe it's some Santana. Will Santana bring him back? Oh, shit, it's me. Supernatural, if you ain't listened to it. Sorry. Um, everything just dropped for a second. We're back now. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. I was making a joke about that, that you dropped. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, all, all that right, stuff bro. about Carlos Santana is lost in the wind. No, no, no. That, that's, that's all right. Most, most of it still came no, through. I, just, I made yeah. a really funny joke, hopefully funny, that <laughs> people that are recorded will hear and nobody else. <laughs> there oh, you there go. You. All right, good shit. Um, let's dive on in. God damn it. We, we up in this motherfucker one more again. We had a long Fourth uh, of July weekend. Uh, where do y'all want to start? Blue, actually, you set us, set us off. Where do you want to start first, man? We got a lot to catch up on. Uh, you know what? We haven't talked about this at all, but I know Cronus isn't caught up on the show with the boys because holy shit, every episode gets danker and danker as it goes, and you're like, oh, they can't get any more danker than that. Then bam, it drops fucking dankness on you. But uh. Yeah, Kronos, I think it's pretty far behind. I don't want to spoil too much. Yeah, but, uh, I need to catch up. It, Sorry, y'all know my situation that happened, so. Yeah, yeah it, it's definitely something you got to catch for one, because, man, holy shit. Look, do, there's literally, do some uh, spoiler-free stuff. Do some spoiler-free stuff on season oh, three. Oh, shit, I'm trying to think. All right, so, uh, first of all, there's a, a new character on there. His name is Soldier Boy, and I every time he says his name or everybody says his name, I can't help but say, Soldier Boy, tell him. Dun, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, that he, Soldier Boy is played by um, oh, what's the name of the guy? He's from so Jason. Oh, got Adler, Jason no. Ankles. He's from that show on CW oh, yeah. that Supernatural. Yeah, yeah. He's he's from Supernatural, and he's he's killing as in his role. He's kind of like a uh, a knockoff Captain America meets like Winter Soldier type deal. He's hmm. pretty fucking badass, super strong, crazy strength and stuff like that. But um, yeah, like he's got motherfuckers scared, like <laughs> they're like. People who was on his team were fucking running from him. Like this, this guy makes Homelander look like a little bitch. Like holy shit! But um, there's this one scene 
where they have this thing called superhero fest or sec- it's basically a goddamn superhero orgy. Hero gas. I think called oh, hero gas. Hero gas. That's what it was. And the shit that happens there is like, dude, what the fuck am I watching? Like, goddamn, it's so fucking creepy. But no, like we get to learn a little bit more about about Homelander, and then like you know some of the some of the people are taking shit to to get powers. It's 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 just wild, man. It's everything's just fucking nuts on the show, and it just like I it's, it's hard not to spoil things just because it's it like one thing leads to another, leads to another, leads to another. So you can't really go too deep into it. But uh, what what's your guys' take on it so far? Are are you guys even caught up? Like other than I think the next episode drop on Friday. Try tomorrow. I'm- yeah, I'm I'm way behind. I haven't watched any of season three quite yet. But go ahead. Oh man. my god, man! Yeah, I've been watching him, and it's been wild. Like holy shit, just been super wild. Just like like borderline NC seventeen type stuff. Just yeah, like I mean, the first episode where I decided watching was like, you're gonna tell me that there's a dude's gonna walk in another dude's dick, All right? Yeah, man. Like right now, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you say he walks into another man's what? Yep. Yes. Walk there like the love, like the love yes. canal. <laughs> a dude walks into yeah, another man. dude's dick. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He sure do. Yeah. For, for no, somebody literally, literally, or nothing, huh? Yeah. No, yeah. Just, it's literally the first six minutes it's a, it's of, the, of the show. It's implied yeah. that they they don't need to say pause. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he he, he didn't walk in there by mistake. He walked like, there with a purpose. Play. No pause. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> no pause. They're like, put this shit in fast forward. I'm about to walk up in your urethra. Not urethra. That's not, wait, go have urethra. Yes, yeah. we both do. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. Okay. I was about to say, so I was it, like, wait, uh, I don't want to say something dumb. It, but, it, uh, was yeah. re- it was requested. So he got what he wanted. Just say, And trust me, when you watch that episode, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to feel something crawling on you, man. It, it's, it's, you know, like when you see like bugs crawling, like a somebody in a movie, and you just feel like something's crawling on you. It's that same fucking situ- sensation, basically, except in your penis. <laughs> yeah, like Ooh, a dude. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it was it was wild. It's it's been it it starts out that way, then it gives you just a little uh, episode to kind of recover, and then they ramp it right the fuck back up. Yeah. Shit goes fucking but, wild. One cool thing, I mean, with A Train, he's the guy who can run really fast for the speedster. He gets a little bit character development in this series or this season, but he's still a fucking piece of shit, which is which is crazy. Mm-hmm. But there's something that happens later on with him, and it's like, fuck, man, like this is this is fucked up. But uh, yeah, and then mm-hmm. there's we got people fucking octopuses and <laughs> it's, a lot it's, of it's, a lot of wow. dang shit. I mean, I would say there's a you lot said more characters. Fucking? You said octopus fucking, <laughs> uh, bro. You gotta watch the series. I mean. <laughs> Blue keeps giving shit away, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's still so much. Octopus shit. There, there is a lot, but there's a lot more character development. We actually learn a lot more, like later on in the series, in this season. You know a lot about Billy Butcher, like you learn oh, yeah. some shit that happened to him. And you're just like, holy shit! And then like, you they learn on it in other seasons, but they really show what they, the they show. They show, so they show you full on, full on what's going on. And uh, we learn more about Starlight as well. Like, there's more stuff. The path, the path that she took in order to get to the Seven, which was, you know, probably the most sane, the most righteous, the most like, you know, heartfelt kind of stuff. That evangelical vote. (laughs) Yeah, and so, but it, but it, (laughs) but it does, it does have 
like it does have like a little bit of like you know um not tragedy but it's just kind of like you know she's kind of like a one of those disney stars like you know christina Mm -hmm. britney she has literally like her story is very similar to that and then like she gets older and then things go red so we see that with her when she's confronted with her past Um, we have new players just shit ton of new characters shit ton um there's some characters i thought died they ended they're still in this season so that's kind of weird um we learn more about black noir because before we didn't know shit we actually learned more about him. He's still a mystery, but we learned a yeah. bit more about about what, he might be what's a, going on. He, he might be a little bit crazy. I'm not sure if you've seen the memes that have been floating around, but it shows like Noir and like he's he's like on the cover of Space Jam. Uh, gonna... <laughs> I love that one. Oh, <laughs> like, man. He's like who framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> so, like, oh yeah, totally. Are they still yeah. doing? Are they still doing it like weekly? Just one episode, or are there more yeah, than yes, one weekly. dropping per week? No, it's weekly. It's one. The first when like when the season premiered, it was two episodes. And then ever since then, it's just been one. So I think this week might be the season finale. Um, oh, I think, yeah. So it's just it's been a few it's been a few episodes, but it's just been wild. Just like more like bits and pieces, and you know we learn a bit more about Frenchie, a little bit more, and uh, his little weird. Um kind of Gang love triangle kind of no uh, well yeah when he was basically a, a, a hitman and like the stuff that he's kind of into but that a lot of people's past come back to haunt them if we haven't known their past already so we knew about Kamiko we knew about Huey because it starts with Huey so we don't see a lot of that but we see the characters that we didn't get a whole lot of we see a lot more of them I mean we see more from uh, Black Noir but not too much more he's still kind of very and um, you know, we see. Quick little thing. Something question about the boys and Huey. Uh, so Huey's dad is played by um, Simon Pegg. I Simon believe Pegg. his name is. Yeah. But yeah, in Simon the Pegg. comics, apparently in the comics, uh, Huey is purposely drawn to to look like Simon Pegg. Like they drew him as the character as Simon, as uh, as Huey, but mm-hmm. he plays the dad on the show, which he is plays the cool. dad because that. Look, because the creators. Yeah, the creators love him so much, him so much that they put him in the comic, and then when they made the show, they brought him onto the show. So, and then uh, it's also other weird stuff about other characters because there's some stuff that I found out that I was like, "What? What? Wait, what?" Especially when you watch Hero Gasm and you find out the truth of the comic. I think it's like four just for that event. In the show, it's only one episode. So. Hey. Hey, hey, old ninja! Just, just FYI, you you are breaking up more and more. Uh, I'm probably gonna, most I'm probably gonna lose. Oh, okay. I mean, it was a little yeah. bit, but yeah. Okay. One well, quick one. This one's a little bit of a spoiler, but uh, the guy there's a guy, a, super, a hero from I think it was season one, uh, but uh, the guy who can stretch out his penis, he shows up again. Remember the guy who was like he, he kind of choked out uh. MM Mama's Mother's Milk mm-hmm. with his penis. And he like I think he yeah. blew he like set him on fire or some shit, I believe. I but, thought they uh, blew yeah, him up. Maybe but... he makes a comeback. <laughs> yeah, his, uh, his name is Love Sausage. Yeah, yeah well, his he, name is Love name, Sausage. He, that was a name that uh what's the name gave him? Oh wow, damn. Uh but that but that's his name in the comics. His name is Love Sausage in the comics. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. 
But there's a lot there. of there's a lot of social commentary, a lot of a parallels lot. with um, the whole Fox. They have like a so one they have like a uh, <laughs> they have a parallel for the Snyderverse like phenomenon. They have uh, not Snyderverse. They hashtag restore the the Snyderverse. They have like a, a whole. It's not. It's real quick, but they make like a little light on that. Um, the whole MAGA type situation deal, but it's led by Homelander. They have like a Fox News parody type thing. There's like a lot of a lot of that kind of shit is in the show. A lot of like kind of what they pull from real life social commentary stuff is in the show pretty heavily. So been interesting yeah i can't wait for season four. <laughs> oh my gosh Dude, i got i gotta i gotta get catch all the way the fuck up because usually it's about an eight episode season something like that yeah. six eight episodes yeah eight it, episodes. It's, it's roughly been about that much it's been like eight or nine episodes so far damn okay and they dropped catch so up. they they dropped two on the first week so it's been it's been a few episodes it's been a bunch um, Dude, I've heard, I've heard nothing but good things about season three. I just, uh, I gotta remember to catch up. Man. Wait, Since, did anybody uh, ever finish watching more of the 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 boys diabolical? Oh, I finished it. Yeah, unfortunately, no. Oh, yeah, man. I finished it. That's just fucking crazy. Was it crazy? It was, but uh, if you watch the very last episode, it actually ties into season three. It's not major, but there's a little. If you if you didn't watch Diabolical, it's not a must watch. But if you watched it, there's like a a nod to it in season three. So it's actually it's like oh, it looks like these events actually happened. So it's pretty interesting. And that's on Amazon as well, right? Yeah, it's on Amazon as well. And I guess they're doing okay. another season. I guess they're doing a spinoff. There's a lot of more boys content is coming. So good shit. Good shit. All right. Oh, you tell a hot uh, mouth of that turn a fan on. <laughs> <laughs> Good shit. Uh, blue and sticking with shows and streaming. I, I, no old ninja. I think blue. Oh yeah. Chronos maybe a little behind. We can we could do spoiler free, but season four, Stranger Things part two. Part two. Fucking dropped. Came out. Hit you in all the feels. Made mm-hmm. you go on an emotional roller coaster. What y'all think? God damn it. Well, I just I just finished it today. Like I watched, uh, what was it like episode eight yesterday and episode nine today? Yeah, man, it was it was it was nuts. Like holy shit! I wish I was actually kind of surprised at the ending, but like you know, I mean, you kind of knew it was gonna happen. But uh, yeah, it was it was crazy. It was like I I got a little teary eyed toward the end. I was like, oh shit! Like this is kind of fucked up. And uh, but I was like, oh. Then all of a sudden, there was like a skip in time. I was like, wait, what the fuck? But yeah, it's, it was this season's been really crazy and it's fucking scary too. Like holy shit, like uh, Vector is Vecna. He's basically, basically a walking penis. <laughs> yeah, Vecna. That's disgusting. Now I can't yeah, look at him the same way. That's Got a little tip on his nose. But uh, yeah, what's your guys' take on it? Oh, did you? Um, yeah. I mean, to me, it's been it's been a very interesting season especially since everyone's kind of in different spots but i kind of knew like something was going to happen to one of them and i kind of guessed pretty early on so you know i wasn't too surprised but it was still kind of sad to watch because they they did a you know they did a decent homage to that character and i was like okay cool 
but like there's I still felt like there's still it still feels like there's still more pieces to this puzzle. And I mean, it ends like it's not a cliffhanger, but it's definitely a foreshadowing what's to come. And I mean, we already know, you know, you can tell that it, the story is not complete, but it definitely gave you a very big piece of this and what's going on. Like a lot of stuff happens that will definitely impact the future of the series. So it's going to be interesting how they tie everything up. Um, Kate Bush was still running, but now we got Metallica up in the running. So you can't count out Metallica. So, but yeah. I wonder, I wonder they, what their number's going to do. <laughs> yeah, it's already I gone mean, up, which is crazy because it's already a really popular song. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's the Stranger Things boost, you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's a popular-ass fucking show. Uh, you know, she Kate wouldn't. Bush... Uh, you know, 35 years later, you saw her being number ones on the chart and shit. But here's my favorite thing that the Duffer Brothers uh, did with this one. They really just raised the fucking stakes. Like, this shit felt movie quality. Like, and not just low budget, big budget movie quality. The final episode is well over two, uh, two full hours. Oh, yeah. And so, but with special effects, with CGI, with practical effects, I mean, it just it feels like they just go for broke on this shit. And it was more movie than TV in a fucking lot of ways. So I give them props on that. Uh, all of the characters had their time to fucking shine, which I loved about this one. Uh, season four might be... And I still need to see Boys season three, but this might be my favorite streaming season I've seen, period. Like, I don't know if I've seen anything better than this. Um, and yes, some of them felt like movies, but I was floored all the way around with this goddamn thing. I won't spoil anything, but goddamn, they brought it. They brought it all the way, and I'm expecting even fucking more in season five when I think that drops maybe a year from now and some change. Uh, they got to do it while these actors are still semi young. Some of them pushing 30 plus now, trying to play high school kids, but they got four wheels okay. and shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, I was yeah, gonna say, these kids look like adults, especially um, was it Will, 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 and uh, Mike? They both look like grown ass man. Mm. Yep, yep. Like they, they mean, don't look, they don't like kids at all. Will is tall. Like Will, yeah. I think is he feels like he's about as tall as a uh, a hopper. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I mean, he's scru- he's like a skinny guy, but he he's a grown ass man. And the other funny thing is, um. Uh, Sadie Sink, uh, the redhead. Oh, uh, Max. Who plays Max, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's... I thought it was... Uh, you'll have to double-check me, but I think she's like 19, 20, 21, something like that. Like she's not a, a high school student anymore, of course. So, anyway, it's, it's just weird. They can still pass for now, but, you know, that clock is ticking. Like Vecna's fucking grandfather clock, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so it's a quick question. When, uh... When the vector clock go off, does that does that tone sound very familiar to you guys? Because every time I hear it, I'm like, I know that from somewhere. I know, I swear, I know that from somewhere. Other than it being a clock, but you know where that uh, sound comes from? At least to me, where I think where it comes it come from. from? It's the old school PlayStation boot up. What? Like if you go back and listen to it, like it's just a quick little. One? I don't know if it's one or two, but it's like it's the earlier PlayStation boot up sound. Let me see if I can find like an audio clip of the PlayStation booting up. Because every time I hear it, I'm like, dude, that's a PlayStation sound for sure. God damn. All right. I, and I, also, I will say this, though, too. 
I typed his uh, booty instead of boot up. <laughs> I mean, all oh, better. I mean, so. there you go. But other than the other, other than the great '80s movie uh, music that it's like promoting and whatnot, and everybody is re-downloading it, and new fans are finding it, and all that other stuff, especially younger folks that weren't even alive during the '80s. Um, the other thing that you should be doing if you really fucking love uh, Stranger Things is watching some of these '80s fucking horror movies that they're referencing all the goddamn time: the Halloweens, mm. the uh, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, the, the Thing. Um, obviously Nightmare on Elm Street, like they keep on referencing 80s fucking horror. And if you like Stranger Things, go back and watch some of these fucking classics. Oh, uh, also, even if you like, you know, what Netflix did with the nostalgia of the show, uh, watch Fear Street. Mm. Watch so Fear Street are full as a trilogy of movies. So it starts in the 90s, but then it goes back in time after each iteration and then loops back. So it tells a complete story. So it, it does like an interesting thing with uh, going back into the nineties and, and representing the music and some of the shows, like one of them, they're in a mall and there's a Sam Goody and there's like a, a, a orange Julius and shit like that. Like I was like, Oh shit. Uh, also some of the stars from stranger things are in fear street. Mm. So like Maya Hawks in it, Maya Hawks in it, um, Sadie Sink is in it. Um, there's a couple other like new faces. I think there's one more guy that's from Stranger Things. He's he's in it as well. So it's pretty interesting. And it, it, they're each each movie's like ninety <laughs> minutes or something. So good shit. Yeah, I always intended to watch that. It's on my list, but I just never got around to them. Try to fucking make that happen. God damn it. Yeah, I All think right. if you as soon as you finish Stranger Things, just start Fear Street. There you go. Good, good shit. All right, let's get let's get Cronus up in here, goddammit. What you been uh what you been up to? Uh or where you want to go? Top I mean, I've been watching things that I can't talk about because they're embargoed still. God so, damn it. Uh, <laughs> one was embargoed until like Jesus Christ, till like basically August. And the next one's embargoed until like later on this month, but that one is actually something that's gonna be sort of like Stranger Things. So hopefully it has like the same sort of appeal for people. We will see. Um, mm-hmm. other than that, and that was the uh, time traveling girls, right? Because yeah. the trailer dropped for it already. Yeah, pa- Paper Girls. I think Paper Girls yeah. has a shot, uh, to at least bring in some of the nostalgia from Stranger Things. But we'll, we'll see how the rest of the the world sees it. I've only watched, um, like one. I'm ch- I need to watch some more, but yeah, I've been watching another one. Um, other than that one way more with 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 Kay because that's the one she wanted to watch uh, i've been catching up on comics a lot um it's been kind of amazing because i'm getting my comics shipped from the bay area down here because <laughs> prodigy is like there's no good comic shops i'm like all right i believe you i guess like but also we, we can just we can make our own comic shop probably at this point so yeah we might have to <laughs> yeah we might have to just saying blacker than the blackest comic shop could happen there you go <laughs> uh the front uh, rescue! I was gonna say Rescue Rangers in the back. <laughs> What's the name of your charity again? Rescue, oh, rescue Residents. Yeah, that would rescue be kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, like podcasting out of there would be neat too. But yeah, because mm-hmm. I, I know that um, some places do that. Like they have like a physical spot, and like you can podcast. Like I think um, Elusive Comics uh, had like a. They did. Yeah, they had a pod, they had a podcast room. Yeah, yeah, they had a podcast room. It was like a studio round table. It was actually set up pretty cool. And then they moved. So I was like, damn oh, it. Yeah. Dude, tell, tell me in the world of comics uh, what you liked uh, in terms of what you've been reading lately. 
Yeah, so what I've been reading lately, I've been like really, I've been really staying on top of as much as possible, like the Batman sphere of comics, mm. which okay. has been great because I mean, Batman's been really, I mean, it's been good for like a long time, but um, they just keep coming like hit after hit after hit, like with their comics. As far as I'm concerned, like ever since, um, basically ever since like the New Fifty Two is when I've been like really started reading Batman comics, yep. and they haven't really like gone off like at all. Like they've been like had solid storylines the whole time. Um, right now they have, um, a really cool thing with like Deathstroke that's involved and like, uh, Rachel Ghoul gets killed and it's like, they put him on Deathstroke and, you know, it's like a whole thing of like Deathstroke versus the League of Shadows and it's like, or I'm sorry, Deathstroke Inc. versus the League of Shadows. And it's been, it's been pretty amazing. And what's cool is that it's one of the few times where I was already like already reading the other comics that were like surrounding this event. So I was already reading Robin which like led into, read into it. So I was like, all right, cool. So I already know about like this whole like lead up. And then I was already reading Batman and I was already reading like uh, a couple other ones too. Like I am Batman and like the other bad comics. So it was pretty cool. And like having like, you know, Ghostmaker uh, in there as well. Like I think Ghostmaker is like one of the more interesting new characters in Batman because basically he is, he's like Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Like he's a badass, but he actually, I think he has better tech. Yeah, Batman, especially now because Batman's broke. Hashtag yep. Batman's broke. I'm just saying. <laughs> and uh, you know, Ghostmaker has still has his money. So yeah, and like he has like a they have like a whole Batman like team now of like you know, people that want to be like on Batman's team called Batman Inc. And it's like it's really cool to like make like a Batman organization that's international to like protect more than just fucking Gotham because obviously there's more problems than just Gotham. Yep. So I, I thought that was that was really neat and like having, you know, the, the League of Shadows and like the Demon and all that shit. And it's it's still ongoing right now. Like it's still like really good comics that are still being written right now. Um, I think I, yeah, I was I was just picked starting to read like the latest I Am Batman from probably a couple of weeks ago, which is okay. the black the black Batman, but he's in New York. So, yeah, yeah, you know he's uh one of Lucius Fox's kids because Lucius Fox gets um, all of Bruce Wayne's money. So him and his his whole family like have to decide like what to do with his money, and one of the kids are just like, all right, you know what, I'm gonna be fucking Batman. <laughs> so he becomes Batman, and he ends up going to uh, he ends up leaving Gotham and going to New York to be the Batman of New York. And uh, he has his own like unique uh, rogues gallery. So far, he has one main villain so far, and he seems to be like pretty legit. I think that's one of the main things that I think Marvel gets wrong with like making these semi knockoff characters even dc does it too like having like these knockoff characters is that all right if you're gonna have a knockoff character you need to like write them well they need to have their own unique rose gallery if you're missing either of those two things then it's gonna fucking flop hard as fuck because nobody's gonna be like nobody wants to nobody cares about the batman of china you know beating up the the joker of china you know what i mean like we already have like the normal version like why would you do that like you need to have, like, they need to be unique. So I think that they've done a re- way better job with, with I am Batman, with you know unique rogues gallery, unique issues that he's facing, and also having him through like the whole story arc of like after Joker War, and having like the I forget what the fuck the, the name of the thing is. But basically, they have they hire like a consulting firm to like police Gotham. I forget the name yeah, of it yeah. right now because I've been drinking. I remember that. Yeah, but it it's was not like, the it's not the crows, is it? No, no, no. It's like, I forget what the fuck they're called, but they're called like peacemakers and shit like that. And like peacemaker one was like a former 
injured. Uh, I think it was an army guy. And he actually had a really cool story too. Hopefully he comes back later on. Cause it like loses an arm and his arm becomes like this fucking crazy, like weapon thing. And he's like super, um, like amplified. Anyway, go ahead. Prodigy. I was going to say, uh, two characters that I wanted to see back from, I think around the Joker war were, uh, clown hunter and yes. punchline. Either one of them making any cameos or rumblings? So Clown Hunter is still around. He's basically getting trained by Ghostmaker, mm. which is cool. And so Ghostmaker is tr- directly training um, Clown Hunter. And he's also helping out, like basically being the boss of Batman Inc. So he's got okay. like two main roles. Nice. And then also the other one you were talking about was Punch Punchline. She is in the Joker comics, like the very end. And so the Joker mm-hmm. comic is another one that's really good because after the Joker Wars, Joker sort of dies, but not really. Um, he's doing his own thing, and then um, uh, Jim Gordon has to go like hunt him down. And so that's mm. it. Because then that, that introduces uh, Vengeance, who is uh, Bane's clone daughter. I love it. And who is like it, fucking insanely strong. But what I mean by insanely strong, like she'll like pick up a dude and just like rip their like limbs off. Yes. And she's basically like in, genetically engineered to want to kill the Joker. And so th- that whole storyline has been like very interesting. I hope vengeance comes back. Um, the last I checked, it was like the end of her. Go ahead. Now I say, isn't vengeance the, the name of Batman in a last Batman movie? Well, I <laughs> yeah, that, that's just really cool about it. Right. They got to do the play on words yeah. thing. But yeah, I, 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 I like that. They're, you know, they had, they made the Joker comic and that's where you get to see if you, if you're interested in punchline, you have to read the Joker comics because, at the end of Joker Wars, you know, she gets arrested. And it's like, well, what happens to her? Well, yeah. you got to read the Joker comics. So, nice. yeah. Okay. We'll pick that up. And it, it's a worthy Man. read. Good shit. Everybody with that war. We had Robin War, Batman War, Joker War. Like... The, the Bane Wars. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> Whole fucking lot of fucking wars. Now, uh, I did want to ask, just sticking with comics a little bit, and I didn't read this. I, I'm a little out of the loop. Um. Kronos, did you check out this controversial Miles What If one? We didn't even talk about so, it. So I, I didn't – I probably have it somewhere. I didn't read it specifically, but people were, like, really mad about it. But um, I'll, I'll make two main points, okay? So the first one was I read initially that they made Asgard Ghetto, which if they did, then, yeah, there's really no excuse for that, like, at all. Because if you're going to make Miles Morales in a What If, why, why would you make – Asgard, quote unquote ghetto. It's just it's really lowbrow and like really, um, like a really bad racist trope for black people. Yeah. Second point though was kind of more positive, sort of, is that they've done a whole string of Miles Morales what if comics for like the past six months, mm-hmm. and this is the only one that has caught any sort of notoriety. Like there, there's mm-hmm. a there's a fucking Miles Morales one where he's the Hulk that I have. You know, are the other ones uh, in general? And I, I, I know we, you haven't quite read the uh, the Thor one, but are the other ones like really, really good? In, just in your opinion, or I haven't average? really read any of them, unfortunately. Like, I, I have them, but I haven't really so, read them, and now they're like in storage, so I can't really fucking read them right now. So it looks. Um, I, just, I just did a quick Google search, and it looks like there's five of them so far. So he's been yeah. Miles Morales, Captain America. He's been Wolverine. Yeah. He's been the Hulk. He, uh, the Thor one just dropped, and the next one, I think it's just him. Are all of them together for the Avengers? Yeah, it's it's been like it's been you know a few of them, and like none of them 
sparked any sort of controversy. But, uh, you know, if if they made it ghetto, but also I didn't read the other one, so I don't know if they made everything else ghetto too. If they did, that's like, that's not cool either. But, you know, yeah. I know that the author, because I was reading about this, uh, the author, maybe because of uh, Twitter or social media pressure, did an apology and, and talked about, you know, a whole Mia culpa thing or whatever. I'm going to read it first before truly, truly commenting, but I, I just wanted to put that out there that the author felt the heat and definitely uh, issued a whole bunch of apology statements and talked about donating the money from uh, Marvel to some kind of social cause or something like that. Um, it It is what it is. I'd like to read it for myself. Uh, here's the other thing, though. Controversy actually sells comics, too. So I'm that sure this one is gonna, yeah. this one's gonna be a big seller. Uh, maybe for all the wrong reasons. We'll see. Well, I, you know, what? I, I should have it because it was in like late June, so it's probably like one of these bags that I have sitting around here. Um, let me, I can look in a second, but yeah, I think it's in the the bag right there. But yeah, so I have it. I just haven't read it yet. So once once I get yeah. a chance to read it, I'll, I will uh, I'll do so and let you guys know. Yeah, and here's the other thing too. I mean. Obviously, Miles is one of the most popular fucking characters right now. So you you want to be, you want to have him in different situations, and that's what What If is all about. Um, but you know, people are very like uh, prideful of, of Miles. You know, he's got the uh, is it, it it is Puerto Rican, not Dominican, right? Puerto Rican. <laughs> His mom is Puerto Rican, right? Am I getting I that right? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Puerto Rican and African American heritage. Uh, everybody loved him, obviously, in Spider-Verse and his best-selling video game. So, I mean, it, it's a it's a time for Miles where there's way more awareness of him. And uh, people just really fucking love this character. So, you know, you, you just got to be real fucking careful and whatnot. You know, you don't want to go too far on any type of shit. And then the other thing I will say, I read a whole lot of Miles from the Bendis years on forward. You know, a whole bunch of really thick trade paperbacks and whatnot. And I always thought the writing was one of the things that was the best part about Miles in terms of his interactions with his mom and his neighborhood and his family. And you get a sense of that even in Spider-Verse. So, you know, we, nobody wants any fucking backtracking with Miles. You know what I mean? Yeah. Only forward and shit. So anyway, we'll fucking see. Um, I'm going to just take the wheel real quickly. Y'all know I've been talking about it for years. God damn it. It finally arrived. <laughs> I'm getting a chance to fap and see all of the uncensored 12 episodes of Interspecies Reviewers. The Blu-ray is out. I had to support the studio, goddammit. Um, of course, you could see some of this on Pornhub and XXNX vids and all that other stuff. But if you want the truly uncensored 4K with the bonus episodes... This is the way to go, goddammit. I would have been giving this away at Fanime at one of our goddamn panels after Blue got a chair uh, thrown at him. <laughs> we didn't go to Fanime this year. <laughs> it was all good, so I can't fucking wait. And then I was talking to um, someone on Twitter, Bungie. Uh, he was talking about how he's never seen this, and he's all fucking curious. If you haven't fucking seen this hentai comedy, just go fucking do it. I've been talking about it for a year and a half. Old Ninja's been talking about it. It's fucking worth it. It's it's I, awesome. All I think I've only seen about two episodes because uh, I, there was a time where there, it was hard to find because because it was originally was on Crunchyroll, right? And then like yep. they realized exactly what they were showing. Well, Funimation. 
so Funimation had Funimation had the fucking rights, and they were this close to releasing that shit. It was like, oh, you know, it's on the calendar for drop it in March or something like that. And they were like, wait a minute, hold up, this is a fucking hit. Yeah, this is too much. Because <laughs> they because sometimes they, what they can do with like the truly etchy ones is like heavily censor it and put a few mm. blocked out things and pan away wow, and all yeah. that, make some giggling noises. No, that would be the entire fucking episode. That is impossible here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I would begrudgingly recommend this over Redo of Healer. Because mm. Redo of Healer, that has some very fucked up subject matter. I mean, it, it's more of a drama, but they he, they do some fucked up shit that I just can't get down with. At least this is like a comedy. There is a... a r-rated version yep. there's also like an x-rated version <laughs> so it's 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 wild like i know a lot of you etchy dudes or and weebs out there you're all into monster girls and i like imagine if monster girls were in a brothel and that's literally what this show's about pretty much um uh shout out to violet myers yep. she went to uh, anime expo was this past weekend so yep was out there with her booth and taking pictures with fans and apparently she's a huge anime weave which i had no idea um i'm not a huge fan of hers i just kind of recently discovered her thanks to someone someone like has nominated her for uh golden eggplant so <clears throat> i've been uh doing research on her, <laughs> on her work <laughs> So shout out to her. I mean, it's cool. <laughs> it's cool that she's. I mean, she's out there with fans. Like she gets out from behind her booth and takes pictures with people. Like you know, I'm sorry, she takes what from behind what? Uh, gets. Yeah. I think gets out from behind her booth, oh, not takes from behind. Yeah, I heard yeah. what I wanted to. Yeah, I know you did. Someone's been researching too. I see. <laughs> <laughs> so shout yes. out to her. Uh, and uh, everyone that went to Anime Expo, because it looks like there's a lot of people. There's yeah, people cosplay, uh, so. we we need to stick with Anime Expo because some goddamn news dropped out of that motherfucker. Uh, we saw some brand new Trigon, hmm. you know, uh, and some oh, yeah. what the new art artwork looks like, and then uh, something that uh, both Blue and Kronos have been talking about since uh, mid aughts. Bleach is truly back, like no bullshit back. Oh, oh, so and there's remove all those dead fillers. I mean, they, <laughs> yeah. they need to fix. So, whoa, I'm all blurry and shit. I'm still yeah. blurry. What the fuck, man? What's going on here? You moved, you moved, and it like blurred, blurred you out. I don't know what the yeah, fuck's you, going on here. I mean, your camera, like, that. your camera freaked out on yeah, you. Yeah, like, totally, like, whatever. It doesn't matter. People that are. I, get, me, I think it's focusing on whatever that white thing is in the back. What white things in the back? Like my motorcycle? Oh yeah, I think that's what it is. Because <laughs> it's it's the only bright thing that's in there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right there you go. <laughs> now it focused on you now. <laughs> it's, it's you go. Dark for it's in. Now you're better. Go. go ahead, please. Fucking racist ass camera to touch something white for me to recognize. <laughs> this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> anyway, just saying. <laughs> um. What was I going to say? What were we just talking Bleach, about? Bleach, you were talking Bleach. about Bleach. Yeah, so like the end of Bleach was like kind of disappointing because when they, they did the whole like full bringer thing, it was kind of lame and the last fight scene wasn't that great. There was other fight scenes that were like way better. 
you know, um, it was very disappointing the end of it. So like it, it died like um, like if you're in the bathroom and somebody just stuck like a bunch of bleach underneath like the like the sink and just like had a steamer and you just died taking a shit. That's how bleach died. <laughs> Damn. It's like bleach under the sink, taking a shit. That's how you died. Fuck. Um, but now so, we did something about a thousand year blood war, right? Yes. Yes. Oh. Cause there's like a whole, the, the I haven't read the, the manga cause I don't read manga. I read comic books. Sorry. Actually, I'm not fucking sorry. I just, I have too much. I'm like, I'm fucking in my early, almost mid forties. So I only have so much fucking time. Um, so yeah, I don't read manga, but yeah, the manga has a whole bunch of other storylines that are in there, including like the actual King, which hopefully this gets into, but I don't actually know. I want to be surprised. So I'm looking forward to it. So it looks like for uh, Trigun for the that one. So it's gonna be it's called Trigun uh, Stampede, and uh, it looks like it's gonna be a prequel to the original. What's mm. well, kind of cool? The original is it actually still holds up. If you go back and watch it, I think you can watch it right now on Hulu for sure. Uh, but yeah, it, the, the original one still holds up. But yeah, I'm looking forward to this because Trigun was was my jam back in the day. Yeah, actually, when did it, when did it originally drop? Let me see if I can find that out. It's gotta be mid aughts, right, or late early aughts. It's, well, no, I'm talking about like when did the original one dropped? That's what I think. I thought it was early aughts, right? Oh, what do you mean aughts? Like the eighties? The the are, are zero, double zero. The two thousands. Aughts. What? I don't. Why is it aughts? Because it's zeros. Aughts. Still doesn't make any sense. Aughts. For some reason, I'm thinking you're trying to say October. No, the aughts. Like. <laughs> The first even... ten years of this century. Yeah, the zeros. But still doesn't it's make any sense. Saying aughts is like that's the, the correct term to use. Anyway, it's it's you're wrong. <laughs> it's actually within the ninety eight when the first first. Oh, ninety eight! Wow, okay. it's even further back. Yeah, and it dropped on April first of ninety eight. God damn! <laughs> I got okay. looking at this aughts game. What the hell? There you go. Also, what was coming out of uh, Anime Expo? Apparently huge i guess controversial or heavily anticipated anime i guess it's supposed to drop real soon is the uh was it chainsaw man yeah 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 everyone's been talking about this i've seen like one screen capture i guess some dude who's got chainsaws for arms or some shit some crazy shit but they were saying everyone thought it was going to be super censored I guess the studio that's going to put it out is like, no, we're not going to censor it. It's going to be full on blood and gore and and like we're not going to hold back. We're not going to censor. I'm like, oh, shit. Well, it uh, has the good news is it has a fan base like these manga weebs like they're, they're already on board on point. They've been telling me about this shit for almost a year now. You know what I mean? So I'll wait for the anime. I'm fucking excited about it. But, um, you know, I, I hope it's not censored. Pretty much anytime you already have a fan base that's, that's read the source material, you censoring it is a lot of times a recipe for disaster. Let they're going to be angry. They're not going to be happy. We'll give a recent example. It was that goddamn Roach show. What the fuck was that shit called? I forget the uh, goddamn Terraform Mars. Terraform Mars. Holy shit. When Terraform Mars was like edited, I was so angry. Like when, because I, I saw like the first episode like unedited, and then I saw like whatever Crunchyroll or, or whatever had, and I was just like, what the fuck is happening? Like, why are you blacking out half the fucking screen? I want to see the blood, the yeah. guts, the glory. I want people to fucking die. <laughs> and I, and come back. I'm just saying. Um, and then Terraform Mars season two was a total shit show. Somebody, it's funny. The camera, the cameraman who's in the the chat right now, he was talking about uh, Bleach, 
and about how we should just let it die. I'm like, yeah, you know, Floorbringer episodes, the the last thing we talked about, you know, it was terrible. But also Terraform Mars, way fucking worse. Season yeah. one of Terraform Mars was fucking dope as shit. We went from yeah. dope as shit to just actual shit. Yeah. And like, they went straight yeah. like the animation style was off. The everything was off. I was just like, you can't you, you can't go from like roaches being yoked as shit and ripping people apart to like some weird like large head bullshit. I forget the name of the, the Japanese term for it, but it was just it was terrible. So let's let's yeah. not do that. Dude, and it had so much buzz after season one. That that shit was about to be the next Attack on Titan in terms of its buzz. It could have been right. like seriously. I remember the first the first episode I watched. Like this is the best thing I ever saw. Yep. And the whole first season was great, and then <laughs> all of a sudden, season two just garbage. Yeah. See, you gotta yeah, give. The, this bad. is the thing. Anime studios have to give the fans what they fucking want. I got one recommendation. Uh, I was watching with my son. Because uh, he kept talking about it. All the little 6th graders and 7th graders or whatever are all buzzing about it. 7th uh, grade weaves and shit. Tokyo Revengers. Yeah, this right. is on... Yeah, that one's on Crunchyroll. That shit is legit as fuck. It has uh, one long-ass season, like 24 fucking episodes. All it is is time-traveling Tokyo gangs um, from... And they're time-traveling from 05 to 2017. But, like, the gangs are fucking violent as fuck. They beat the shit out of each other. Uh, there's a whole lot of fucking bullying and lessons on bullying and shit. But it's just a good fucking quality-ass show all about uh, Tokyo gangs and shit. Even with the pompadour and all that other bullshit. It's fucking good. Solid-ass fucking anime. And I hope they don't shit the bed on season two like uh, Terraform ours. But I'm on board. Uh, has anyone seen this new one that dropped on Netflix? Uh, it was. It's had some kind of buzz uh, that I kind of saw, but I don't see anybody talking about. It. It's called Bastard. Apparently, it's this weird, like hypersexual, hyperviolent, like anime. Nobody checked this out. I mean, you have my curiosity. Wait, I, 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 I'm I, sorry. Say again. It's called Bastard. Bastard? Yeah, it's called oh, Bastard. Good things about it. Yeah. yeah, I've been hearing good things, but no, I haven't. I've heard a few good things, but I don't know anyone that's watching it. <laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck? I'll is try it... to check it out. Yeah, it's, it's, it just dropped like a week ago. It's like super new, brand new. All right. Well, uh, what'd you say, so, Blue? Like, well, no, I, it's on it's on Netflix, right? It's dropped yeah, it's on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, it just dropped. Just Dude, so dropped. I looked up that word, uh, Audis. Ots. 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 Dude, you, Ots. Have, you have been struggling with this one. <laughs> no. Apparently, it's a new word. Like, it barely came out. Uh, and it, not that many people in the U.S. use it. So it's not a very commonly used word. But the British have a version of the word. I think we should start using that. that the British word for <laughs> the zero is naughties. We need to be yeah. going. We need to be start calling things the naughties. Because <laughs> that's awesome. What the fuck? Well, we're, we're, I'm just, no, not the naughties. Because it's called, it's called <laughs> the naughties because it's knots. Not like the knots and crosses. Like, y'all read that book at all? No, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. The zero across the, the slash on it? It's about, it's uh Jesus Christ, it's probably like a YA thing. Sorry, YA in a book term is young adult. And it's okay. a book series about like, it's like reversed, like basically everybody that's black is like, um, or like white people and everybody that's white is like black people in the book. So yeah, so like everybody that's black in this series is like real affluent and like has money and then everybody that's white doesn't. 
And it's like, it's just kind of interesting, but it's YA, so it's not for everybody. Unless you're young and an adult. I'm just saying. <laughs> Wait, so what is the fucking age ban in uh, in fiction for young adults? Is it like not 40? I know that. 18 to 20? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I read it though. Like I read a bunch of books like that are for YA books. So. Yeah, I'm actually. Uh, I, some of the new Star Wars books are young adult, so they have they have a category as a what uh, was it YR for young reader for anyone that I think that's 10 and under or something. Then young adult is usually like 10, 11 through like, um, I'd say 14 maybe. And then have like teen, I guess. And then they have adult. So, uh, some, some places loop a uh, young reader to be like 13 to 18, depending. <laughs> okay. So, <clears throat> so it depends. Cause like, for instance, the, some of the high Republic books, they are young adult. And they deal with like they some of them deal with like you know sexuality, sex itself, um, uh, puberty a bit. But they wait, still wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Let me make sure I, I heard you correctly. You're telling me some of these Star Wars fiction books actually have full on lightsaber fucking? No, they don't fuck a lightsaber. They'd be dead. <laughs> but they do. But. They so here's is, here's I, the thing. I thought pussies were very durable. Like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> not durable. Like... Enough, you can still cut them like butter. But um, so in the young, so the way that they work it out is that the young adult ones they talk about sex, and then the adult books they actually have sex. So okay, like, yeah, 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 yeah it's kind of. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> one of the High Republic book, one of the Jedi in the book, he fucks his assistant. And he wakes up like the whole place is under attack. And he slept through part of the battle because he busted so good. I mean, Vader was choking folks. So, I mean, the choke stroke game on Vader. That's actually another really good comic book. Is actually any anytime you see a Vader Vader comic, just fucking pick pick him up. All the Vader comics, just pick him up. Because right now there's like a the whole thing with like the Crimson Dawn thing. It Mm -hmm. has um, what the fuck is Padme's fucking body double? I forget her name. Oh, uh, no, didn't she die? No, There's a, she didn't she die. Was, That's the point. She's still alive, and, yeah, he's feeling some sort of way. And, yeah, she's like... Oh, her body... I'm sorry, you said bodyguard or body The body double. double. The body double. She is not dead. I forget her fucking oh. name. But, yeah, it's it's not Padme, but basically it's the person yeah. the person who Kira Knightley was. I don't know if y'all knew this, yeah, but in the, you know, episode one, two, and three, um, there was a body double for... Um, uh, Natalie, Natalie Portman. Portman, and it's Karen Knightley because they're like almost exactly the fucking same. And, oh, yeah, yeah, that <laughs> character still exists after Anakin becomes Darth Vader. So, yeah, there's shit, a few man. of them. One of them is uh, Rose Byrne. So Rose Byrne in Episode Two, she's her like kind of one. She's one of her doubles in Phantom Menace. In Part Two, she's like dressed differently, but then she blows up when they blow up the bomber. <laughs> she's like right there when it blows up. Her her body double is named us. Uh, Sebe? Yeah. Oh, it's... yeah. There we go. Yeah. Um, real quick, let's rewind a little bit to anime because somebody asked the question twice in the chat. <laughs> and I think we're going to have probably not satisfying answers. <laughs> but what uh, what anime slash manga that has not been put into live action would you like to see? Uh, what can be done? What can't? And what shouldn't? 
Um, so I think we're probably almost all universally going to say, actually, except for Blue. I'm going to call, call it right now. Blue's going to, I know exactly what he's going to say. But I, I think the vast majority of manga slash anime, um, at least for American live action, hasn't been done well yet. I, in my opinion, but I haven't watched every single last one of them. Blue already has, he has a face. I already know what he's going to say. It's fine. I haven't watched the one he's talking about. But like for most of them, except for, I'm sorry, the, the one that I saw that I really want to see that's live action, but it was Japanese live action, was um, not Kenshin. Yeah, it was Kenshin. Mm. Yeah, Kenshin. Yeah, Kenshin. Uh, Samurai X. Yeah, the, the Batosai. Like that one looked pretty good. Um, but what do y'all think? I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've been the most uh, aggressive with the fact that I just haven't seen any good live action ones. I always get my hopes up or used to always get my <laughs> hopes up and then they always fucking disappoint. I'm going to be disappointed again, even though I'm a big fucking One Piece weeb uh, when they do the live action One Piece on Netflix in a few, I think a few months from now. But uh, End of the year, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, there's something about adapting for me that doesn't fucking work goddamn well like there there's so much more freedom that you can have with um animation and they do it so fucking brilliantly with the fighting styles and the humor and the fucking bloody noses and the uh the beach uh episodes and, all, and everything it just fucking works better to what are you talking about you can leave the filler out but i'm just saying keep going right. <laughs> no the beach, hey, episode, the fuck the beach episodes how dare no. you shut the fuck yeah. up <laughs> <laughs> I, I even, even queen's blade or not queen's blade but uh what was it uh witch blade witch blade had fucking in the, in the beach episodes. Fucking love oh it. dude fucking love so it. me me oh, and and oh comic yeah, well, but there's an anime of Witchblade, mm-hmm, and me and Man, we were talking so much shit about it. Let me just, so. I will say this, for like my personal hope real quick, is that we didn't have a single good um, comic movie until we had Blade, right? Blade mm-hmm. rewrote the, like, the, the script for like decent well, comic movies. 89 Batman and, seven, and 78 okay. Superman. You're right. Yeah. But... Those are pretty good, but before that, they were all fucking terrible. So even oh, yeah. like even, even even the you know the eighties late eighties Batman, they were good for like basically two movies, and then they were shit for like the rest for like for a while until the two thousands. So I'll stand sort of firm. The same thing can happen with anime. Like I think we just need like a really good breakthrough with anime live action movies and shows. Then we could do it, but so far, like th- th- it seems like we haven't hit that point yet. Even though Blue's gonna have a different opinion, so go ahead. <laughs> well, there's go only ahead. I mean, there's only one live action. Actually, I did see some of Kenshin, and that was actually pretty good. But no, but uh, I know you guys give me shit, but I saw this before I saw the actual anime. But like Death Note, the Japanese live action version, I could have wrote it was, down. And I like, thought, put it up, <laughs> dude. I, <laughs> I thought it was amazing. I thought it was really good. Uh, I mean. They, they, there's some things that were taken out. Uh, there were some character changes. Not, there was no character changes, but like there were certain things that were taken out to make up for. Uh, actually, no. Actually, I have two. I actually have two live action uh, anime adaptions. Um, there's another one called Erase. So it's a, it was a, it's a cha- Japanese anime, but they also made a Japanese drama about it, and it's that it was actually really good. They really stuck to the the anime. 
and if if you have a chance to watch it, watch it, and then check out the anime and see which one's better, and you'll see that they're they're basically the same fucking movie. Um, but yeah, yeah, other than that, like Americans making live action versions of anime, I just they don't understand like the formula, the fan base, the the there's some like the the badassness of anime. I, they just don't capture that when they try to do a live action version. Like they just they just basically Americanize it and it just doesn't make sense. And Death Note was like a horrible or, or perfect example of why you shouldn't do a live action anime. Uh, and apparently they're gonna make another one. Which they is don't nice. even but they don't even the Western studios don't even like fan service. Like what the fuck? How are you gonna be anti fan service but make an anime adaptation? Fuck you. It's the, the Puritan values we have here. You know? <laughs> but what about uh, the guns? Um, we need to do this this is what's gonna happen. This is this is my my uh Prediction for the future. I think they're gonna do, they're gonna redo um, Yorban Gander. That'd be the perfect live action anime for America, because Yorban Gander is about this. Uh, it's about a group of. I don't want to call them terrorists, but they're basically terrorists. They're mercenaries, and one of them is a child soldier, and they fucking go ham with guns. So I think Yorban Gander. Could could do a lot for uh, for American interest for live action anime, but also it's kind of fucked up because our love of guns is killing a lot of people in America. So maybe not do that. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe not do that. Mm-hmm. Old did you get I in mean, here? What, what you got? So I've said this probably since the first month we were doing the podcast and. Uh, and now it's actually going to happen is uh, Robotech. But, I mean, I'm kind of cautiously optimistic. I don't know. Right now, I feel like I don't know what to expect because a lot of the times with anime and video games, what they do is they just take the name and they just put in, like, a loosely based version of the original material. But what most fans want to do is they, they want to see you know, frame for frame or scene by scene um, translated over. And Hollywood doesn't want to do that because they want to be able to... I know there's issues with plagiarism, like you don't want to copy the same thing, but you want to kind of for that same kind of essence. And they kind of don't. They kind of want to like be like, oh, let's be progressive and let's, you know, try something different, but yet honor the materials. Like instead of you... The way you want to honor it is actually translating it from you know animation to film and yeah. do it respectfully yeah as much as fucking possible you know what i mean now here's the thing if you're going to make something that's going to be live action start with interspecies reviewers just go all the way the fuck in oh, here, give here me we some go. bird girls give me some yeah, cow girls give no. me some slime girls give me some succubus and just make it fun give me the foodas give me all of it just put it all in there with the brothels with the sex jokes go all in Billion dollar movie, ten no. billion dollar movie, right there. That's not a billion. Sorry, I still, no, I'm still I mean, <clears throat> I'm still looking to the word ought. <laughs> it's it's on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> Urban Dictionary has it. Uh, the first post in it is, or one of the posts was in 2004, which has the whole uh, between 2000 or zero, it's zeros basically. But uh, <laughs> as I was scrolling down, it's one of them says, "Oh, this the word is similar to I." <laughs> This word is used for saying something is all right or good or in non-ghetto hip-hop way. 
<laughs> so it's all Jeff says, I accidentally killed your dog. Kevin, it's I. <laughs> it's I. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but no, hold on. Like, that's what? different. It, we're saying the aughts. That's what oh that's what it says on here. It says it's it's odd. So it's all right. It's a, it's odd. It's our dictionary. Uh, makes it weird. All right. Yeah. That's I'm so, off uh, the word it doesn't make any sense to me. My thing is, uh, with anime and games, they need to treat them as if they're books. Because when mm. they're translating oh. book to screen, they treat it with way more respect, and they try to be way more faithful to the book. Unless it's uh, right by one. <laughs> well, no, ready. I mean, Ready Player One. It still had the main story, and the guy who wrote the fucking book wrote the screenplay, so I he have... got to change what he wanted to. I got an actually really good adaptation that people always forget on. I mean, remember, Images: The Walking Dead was a really successful oh. comic, and the AMC mm-hmm. show was not panel for panel, but a pretty goddamn close adaptation. Of that comic, and it fucking was, you know, must see TV for a smooth ass decade. So uh, same with same with um, no, but uh, Sin City, Sin City's another one. Yeah, exactly. Sin City was pretty much uh, that one was almost page to screen. Yeah, and that three. one that was huge success, huge so, success. And now comic, we got the though. boys, three hundred. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about in comics though, like. The question was about anime. Anime is a whole, whole different right? story. It is, but they but a lot of them are based off of mangas. So if you take the manga, you go straight to the source and then translate to film, you should use that same same fine tooth comb as you would a book, like or a novel, book yeah. or novel, whatever. It, and uh, I mean, we've got as when they look at um, graphic novels like Road to Perdition, uh, Sin City. 300 uh what was the other one there's there's been a few oh uh 30 days a night wanted shit like that wanted but like they make movies based with video games like hey Son- sonic oh yeah, sonic was a uh, sonic and detective pikachu worked yeah so that uh, worked so did uncharted uncharted made a good amount of money this year so. I mean, it, it it did make a solid piece of money. I didn't actually see it, and, and I was, was a doubter of it, but it it seemed to be decent. At yeah, least. it's decent. It's it's more fun than uh, Venom Two, that's for sure. You Venom always so bag on Venom yeah, Two because Venom Two was shit. I I only gave it the score I gave it because of Woody Harrelson's performance, but you take Woody nah. out of that movie and put somebody else. That movie's a two. I mean, you here's the thing: I haven't seen it yet, so you're probably right. But Dude, Uncharted got forty percent on Rotten Tomato. Man. Yeah, but it's better than Venom too. <laughs> Goddamn! Sure. Hey, look, I, I don't care what anybody says. The one that ruined my fucking appetite was that goddamn Eternals. That shit was ass all the way around, and I knew people to yeah, like Eternal. That no, Eternals was ass, like just shit. I thought, I thought it was all right. I, I, yeah, there was Eternals, a bunch. Of- I thought oh. Eternals was okay. Dude, I was so fucking. Bo- I was so fucking bored. I was mad for Angelina Jolie and sexy ass Salma Hayek. I was like. How how they gonna do my girls like this? Yeah, that 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 is kind of true. <laughs> but in, in any event, um, keep trying. Uh, but, maybe maybe y'all will have a successful anime adaptation. Like yeah. I said, I'm I'm looking forward to the attempt on One Piece. We'll fucking see. 
Um, well, but yeah. they also, they also working on making, um, I think Leonardo DiCaprio was behind on this one, but they were going to do a live action American adaptation of, uh, God, what's that about? Akira. Akira. Yeah, Akira. Oh, yeah. So, they've been, they've been trying like, to do it for 20 years. Yeah, yeah, the dangerous thing with that one is obviously it's such an influential and successful anime film, but literally western studios no matter fucking what would say we're gonna put this white boy as uh, the main lead because we fucking want to and people mm-hmm. around the world are gonna be like fuck you it takes place in tokyo fuck yeah. you yeah you know that's, gonna, that's gonna be weird and it needs to be it needs to be big budget i mean you could adapt it to a series a live action series could work and yeah. probably would be safer for a studio, maybe, yeah. maybe not. But I mean, look what they did with Foundation, Halo. I mean, those are big budget fucking series. So, you know, the you one know. movie that I found right now that was terrible live action of anime was the Dragon Ball Revol- not What was it called? Evolution. Uh, Evolution. Evolution was the worst. Oh, God, hold on. Here, here's my question, though. Was, like the Dragon, was the Dragon Ball worse than the Avatar one? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, by far. Dragon Ball By was even far. worse because Avatar was fucking cringe. Yeah, yeah, so was, a- yeah, but did you see? Did you see Dragon Ball Evolution? I've only seen bits and pieces. I mean, oh, I know man. I watched the whole thing and I, I like, I scrubbed it from my mind. I, at least Avatar, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's just okay. Dude, they, they messed up Aang's name and they called him Wong yeah. or something, right? <laughs> Didn't they? they called him Ag- August. <laughs> August. <laughs> they called him Arch. Otz, like, oh, Otz. Otz is back. <laughs> oh yeah, but God. I mean, with uh, with Goku, Goku was a white dude in Dragon Ball. He was like one of the Pauls. Wasn't he like Logan, like one of the the Paul no, kids or whatever? No, he wasn't. He, I remember him acting like before that. But it's, I, I, I don't, I, I can't stand how like uh, you know American adaptations for like anime are just like make everybody white, and it's just like. I mean, come on, are, are we, like, for real here? But also, at the same time, it's like, one could argue, terribly, that everybody in anime is white, but they're not, because they're made by Japanese mm-hmm. people. There are some white people in anime, yes. There are some black sure. people in anime, yes. But it's it'd be like me saying that every single TV show in America, they're actually, you know what, they're Asian. All of them are Asian. <laughs> every single yeah. last, even the black people, they're all Asian. Yeah. Well, and yeah, to your point, Kronos, I mean, you know, if you're going to do Full Metal Alchemist, they clearly state right then and there, hey, they're of European descent and blah, you know, the Ulrich brothers and all of that. And I get it. But, you know, Luffy, <laughs> Luffy and Goku, you know. Well, Goku's um, a saying. He's not Japanese. Wait, hold on. Ernie Hudson was in Dragon Ball Evolution. I don't even remember him in that. Show. Oh shit! Really? Damn. He was he, he was Sifu Norris. Er, Ernie Hudson, who's also what? on the podcast a while back. Yes, yes, yeah. we we love Ernie Hudson. Uh, we're what? gonna erase that. Uh, please edit that, Chronos. Don't let uh, anything about him being in Dragon Ball be on our show. <laughs> I'm sure that he doesn't mind. I mean, he, he, he got paid, so you know. Yeah, there you yeah go. he got paid. Well, you know what's funny because like what when, heard he was, when he was on the podcast and he said like he was also on uh, Grace and Frankie, I was like, I don't know that mm-hmm. show, but also at the same time, uh, Kay was watching that show, mm-hmm. so yeah, she was like, yeah, I, I know him in the show, so yeah. Dude, I, I know, know him as a ghost. 
I know him yeah. as a Ghostbuster and the motherfucker from Oz primarily. Like, that is it. You know what I mean? Those are my bread and butter with him. I was gonna say, they did a live action version of um, Attack on Titans, like a Japanese live action version, and I heard it was horrible. Like, Ugh. it was Dude, that, that one needs that's a fucking one you, that one needs a big budget though, mm. because of the Titans, because of the swinging, because of you know the that's, action in it. That's what comes down to like a, a lot of these, you know, anime live action things. Like, you need you need like basically like an MCU level budget or a DCU yes. level budget. It's like make things believable and enjoyable. It's like you have to be able to suspend your disbelief. If yeah. if I'm watching it and I'm seeing like some shitty like fucking Premiere Pro level edits, not on. <laughs> when I say Premiere Pro, I, I say that kind of tug in cheek because the entire um, Deadpool, the first movie, was made in Premiere Pro. So I can't talk too much too much shit about it. Damn. And I use Premiere Pro, uh, but effect. Yeah, I mean most most Premiere Pro movies are not like. You know, high quality. But then you, then you go and see like people on like YouTube and TikTok and Instagram, and they throw in like these crazy ass, amazing you videos. Can. Yeah, hundred percent, you can. Any, yeah. you know how much you're paying for that, but they're not but spending it, a lot of money on that. But it's not effects. MCU quality. You know what I mean? Like it's not. Yeah, it's you, not. you don't but see it's better than like the fucking Infinity Stones and shit. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. There's a difference. You, I mean, you know it when you fucking see it. I mean, look here. Here's the other thing, Vecna. On fucking Stranger Things was like a suit with CGI tentacles and shit. That shit looked like a fucking movie. Like it looked high fucking quality and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that. You you need a, maybe a mixture of practical and CGI effects sometimes, but it needs sometimes. to look fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean, it does need to look awesome. I mean, the same with Halo. Halo had the same practical and and CGI effects, even though I think they needed to clean it up a little bit. But it still worked. Hopefully yeah. season two they can clean it up a bit. But Yeah, and the funny thing is we all remember like uh, I'm going to say 90s and early aughts, just for you, Blue, uh, <laughs> TV series where they were like uh, sci-fi or, or fantasy or whatever and they had some fucking wonky-ass fucking budgets. You know what I mean? Like I used to love Xena and even fucking Hercules and even uh, some of those uh, Star Trek shows from the late 90s and whatnot, but some of those times, like, you could see the strings, you know what I mean, on the practical effects and th that low-budget shit. We're beyond that at this point. It's 20 fucking 22. Like, if you're not going to fucking, like, put all the marbles in to make it worth it, then, you know, people are going to see through that shit and they're going to laugh at it. Like, we all laughed at the fucking first uh, trailer of Sonic at first, remember? Mm -hmm. You know? That's how it's gonna be. The, hey, the internet fixed it. I'm just saying it's like the first one of the few times where the internet actually made something better. Hell yeah, hell yeah. We and we all yeah. had a fucking good time laughing at it too. We were like, ah, this is gonna bomb, and they should have yeah. fixed it and it worked. But I love how Disney brought him back. <laughs> Disney was like, you know what? <laughs> we're gonna take we're we're gonna run with this fucking ugly Sonic, <laughs> and we're gonna do it and probably not have to pay nobody and say it's all uh, fan fanfare or some shit. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Disney definitely played wow. Sony, paid Sony to be able to use Ugly Sonic in Rescue Rangers, but if you haven't seen Rescue Rangers, you guys need to watch it. So it's is, fucking it, is it pretty decent? Is it pretty decent? It's hella good. Like everybody okay. I've told about it, they came back to me and was like, Daddy, that, that actually was really actually really good. I was actually really surprised. It's it's a lot of fun. There's tons tons, tons. It's it's up there with um uh, with Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh no fucking like, shit. Really? But yeah, it, it, there's tons of Easter eggs. <laughs> oh, the fuck it's good. Oh, like Clay just said something that's hilarious because as we're talking about like live action 
you know, anime and all that shit. Clay said, Hercules and Xena's special effects do not hold up. And I'm like, you know what? That's what that's what I think of when I think of like live action anime today is yep. like shitty effects like that. I, I would let go of shitty effects for like Hercules and especially Xena because, you know, Xena. But <laughs> it was also, you know, it was like 25 years ago. Like, exactly. so it's okay. But when you're making like live action anime today and you still have like Xena slash Hercules level graphics, like Sam Raimi graphics back then. Um. Yeah, that's uh, that's no longer acceptable. Like, well, it's well, a funny thing. Oh. Even in like ninety five, ninety six, Xena didn't have a, a high budget even for that fucking no, time. No, no. I mean, like Sam Raimi, like he was. That's one of the things he was famous for, actually, that I remember from is like him doing like Evil Dead and all his other shit for like pretty low budgets. You know, they're very oh, reasonable. Yeah. Extra, extra low budget. Like him and his, like him and his family, they were jury rigging stuff, like using broomsticks and putting cameras on it. Like being up in trees and shit, they were doing super creative stuff for like extra for dirt cheap and pulling off stuff that people continue to copy even today. If you're usually if you're an amateur like filmmaker, you're using those like grassroots styles and Remy uh, shots because mm-hmm. they're cheap and easy to do, and and you can pull them off if you do it right. Hell fucking yeah. Like uh, I watched. I was watching a documentary about like special effects, and they were they were talking about the movie. Remember the movie Parent Trap, where they had like yeah. stuff like that. Pat, I think it was Patty Dukes was uh the girl, the character or the girl who played the the role. But like it was just her. Like for the longest time, I always thought she really had another fucking twin. But like the way they stitch like scenes together back then was like it it, it was fucking amazing like there's one scene where no it this is a different movie there's one scene where the guy passed an apple to himself laying in bed and yeah. like the way they stitched that together they there's literally a splice in the thing and they have to like perfectly lined up somebody else's hand handing the apple to the person while they're laying in bed it's like just getting the timing alone right to make sure that it doesn't look like the arm is like tearing off or something like that it's amazing so i mean if they could do crazy stuff back then like they that that was amazing. Like we should be able to do some amazing stuff for anime now, dude. 1994, they had both Jurassic Park, which was a, a fucking spectacle from a CGI and practical effects standpoint, and then they gave us fucking Lieutenant Dan missing a goddamn leg in Forrest Gump. I swore <laughs> legs. that man both of had them. no legs. legs. Yeah, legs. he had no legs. Yeah. I swore that, and when I saw that actor, you know, shout out to that guy. He, he's a great actor and everything. When Gary I saw Schmitt. him like standing up and walking, I was like, "What the fuck kind of bullshit is this? What happened? Did they give him new titanium legs, or what the fuck occurred?" So I, you had good effects in the '90s too. Even like, I mean, The Matrix was in the late '90s. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but there was a huge difference between movie budget and TV budget. And then when you go to like UPN budget, it was even lower. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wait, kind of jumping back to the whole anime live act adaptation. They actually did a decent job with um, Cowboy Bebop on Netflix. Like that actually was it was fun to watch. I mean, there were some things that were like they couldn't really stick too much to the to the anime, but I thought it was it was fun. Like it had the the flavor was there, but it just wasn't. They need to add a little bit more sugar to it, basically. But like, yeah, I I thought it was good. I think Cronus, you watch it too. Did you watch a uh, Cowboy Bebop live action on Netflix? I only watched the, like the first one or maybe two. I need to watch more. It was like around the same time where I was packing and trying to move. So yeah, I I enjoyed it. It was it was fun. All good, all good. 
let's get, let's get to some gaming news because there was a big ass fucking reveal today. Uh, Cronus, take us away for the big ass fucking news. I was shocked about. It. Oh, um, so God of War Ragnarok, um, Ragnarok. Sorry, said it all fucking wrong. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's gonna get just gonna drop on November 9th, I believe, twenty twenty two. So, uh, that's Corey, crazy. say again. No, I was saying that that's crazy because it's like just out of the blue, like bam, it's dropping. Soon. Well, it's not really out of the blue. I mean, like Corey Balrog talked about, it's going to come out, you know, this year because it, it got pushed back from last year, which I was like, I'm not surprised because this shit looks fucking amazing. There's no way you're going to make it through the through the pandemic coming out last year. Like, it just to me, it was like not realistic. And then there's been so much pressure on him and Santa Monica Studios saying that, you know, this might not come out, you know, this year, blah blah blah. And they kept saying, you know, this is going to come out this year. And so now they're saying the hard date is going to be November 9th. 2022 which is cool but also if they push it back i don't give a fuck push it back because at this point you need to make something that was better or at least as good as the last one probably better because because the last one was fucking amazing and you you cannot you cannot fuck up this franchise you can't yeah and and the only to me the only misstep they had was ascension Everything else has been a pretty good banger for God of War. And even Ascension, like, the only reason why Ascension was, you know, sort of bad was mainly because of, like, they were trying to, like, do kind of a lot because that's when they had, like, multiplayer and shit like that. But, you know, Hecatonkeries in that, you know, in Ascension was, like, one of the best boss battles in the God of War, you know, whole realm because, like, having this whole, like, weird fucking maze thing and, like, this person's body, it was fucking cool as shit. But, yeah, it wasn't the best God of War game, but, you know... The God of War game that came out in like what 2019, 2018, 2019, right? 2018, yeah, 2018. That like it elevated the the whole franchise by like a significant margin, and is a franchise that I fucking I've loved since the first game. I've played every single last one of them, including on the Vita and the PSP. Um, sorry, the PSP because it wasn't on the Vita on the PSP. They've yeah. all been amazing. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Uh, really looking forward to this. I'm a little surprised, even though they said yeah, 2022. I was expecting it to get pushed into early 2023. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's, about st- it's still May. It's still fucking May. Um, but no matter what, this is a really good thing. It looks it's something to look forward to from an exclusive standpoint. But the other thing I was going to say is, um, you're still seeing two full calendar years later. Uh, PS4 slash PS5 uh, exclusive releases, which is uh, which is just kind of interesting. I wonder when they're finally going to just say, and they've done it a few times. Don't get me wrong, like with Returnal and I think Ratchet and Clank and a few others, uh, Demon Souls, um, where they just say, "Hey, this is P- PS5 only," you know. Mm-hmm. But um, and like from all from that point forward, it's all going to be, "Hey, this is PS5 only" or whatever. Um, so I was a little, I was a little surprised by the whole PS4 thing, but then at the same time, I'm like, well, there's a, uh, you know, over 120 million PS4s out there, so it just fucking makes sense too. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, I think it's pretty cool that they're, you know, making it last gen, but also that you have to recognize that if you're on the PlayStation platform and you don't make something that's also with the PS4 generation. You're gonna miss a lot of sales because there's just not a lot of PS5s out there. True. True. Hashtag I got one bitch. Oh, <laughs> still hanging on the wall over here. 
Good, good, yeah, good shit, good shit. Even uh, actually, Miles was dual too, right? That was PS4 and PS5, right? Yeah, I yeah, I have it. I have it on the PS4. I hope they, I hope they do what they did with uh, with um, uh, Zero Horizon, and have it be uh for the PlayStation Four and Five. Oh, there's an upgrade. Four, you can upgrade for free, but the game was ten dollars cheaper than the PS5 version. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, uh, yeah, so we'll oh. fucking see. Go ahead, go ahead, El Ninja. Uh, so are we are we not going to talk about the Fourth of July shooting or? or are we oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, yeah, mentioned a little God of War, but go ahead. I know. Well, on God of War, so <laughs> uh, I never finished the first one. Damn. Just saying. Um, I was getting my ass kicked and I kind of like walked away. So I'm, I'm like halfway. I'm just gonna probably go in and lower the difficulty because i was playing on the highest difficulty i was getting my ass beat and i was playing multi- i was playing fucking um resident evil 2 at the same time so i was like getting my ass beat on two different consoles so i was two frustrated. very fucking different games goddamn yeah but i was still oh, getting yeah, my ass game beat. Oh, 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 you, have you considered that you I just am. fucking suck is this in the realm <laughs> oh of no okay but, all right <laughs> i beat all these other games those are okay, the only okay. two that were giving me so you're getting, like, my name is Mayo. You're being day. like, yeah, I probably you got it. <laughs> what? Like Mayo? You, you don't even like Mayo. Like, what the fuck? My name is Mayo. Dude, it, game. That, that, that's two oh. of my platinum trophies right there. The yeah. Vita version and the PSP. <laughs> oh, shit. Holy shit. Oh. All right. So bringing it, bringing it back a little bit. So on, on July 4th, which was Monday... We had a, a mass shooting here in the U.S. For those of you who are not listening uh, in the U.S., because for all you, you know, all of our fans in Brazil and some of the one or two of you that are in Ireland, and I think there's one in, in Great Britain out there listening to us. Don't um, forget my homie in Azerbaijan. We are worldwide. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got our bots, man. You can't forget about the bots. The bots love us. Eritrea oh, fucks happened? with us heavy. Wait, who? Eritrea fucks with us heavy. You know it. You heard me. Oh yeah, I'm sure Sri Lanka is uh, repping us as well too. So we had a, a mass shooting uh, Monday. It was the afternoon. Some kid, he well, he's a, a, a man because he's 22. He dressed as a woman to try to conceal his identity. He climbed up to a rooftop during uh, a parade. Uh, it was a hill, uh, hilltop, hilltop park, Illinois. Got on the rooftop of a, a building where you could Wait. see the parade. What's up? I was just going to say really quickly, for those who are international, on 4th of July, all over this fucking country, there are small town parades, some big city parades. Shit. Oh, Sorry. There was a, like a drop off. I think okay. it was me. So... Re- Rewind by 15 seconds. Okay. All I was trying to say uh, really quickly is if you are international and maybe you don't fucking know this, all over this country on the 4th of July, America's fucking birthday, um, which black people were still not free during that time, but I'll digress. I digress. No, you uh, don't. That's not digressing. <laughs> yeah, like, um, the, they have like these fucking parades. You know, parades, fireworks at night, barbecues, but a lot of uh, small town parades that have floats and all that other shit. It's a very common thing 
all over the country in, in little towns, fucking medium-sized cities, and big cities. So go ahead, old dude. So this man up on top with a high-caliber, high-velocity weapon and shot down on just these innocent people. And he managed to kill seven people. At the time, he instantly killed six. The seventh person died later on in the hospital. And he injured, I, uh, I believe the count is up to 20 now. He's injured 20 no, people. It's like 40-something. Was it 40? Oh, yeah. at the time, I yeah. thought it was only 20. So with his I'm, gun... I'm pretty sure uh, it's 47, but let me, let me just check. So while Crowns is checking that, he was able to... He, he was up on this rooftop with multiple magazines so he could shoot, then reload, and keep going. And then he was able to evade police... And apparently, I don't know how far uh, Madison, Wisconsin is from the city, but he drove to Madison and he drove around the parade that was going around there and he was deciding whether he should get out and start shooting people. God damn. He he was he said he came very close to parking, getting out and whatever rounds he had left, he was just going to start unleashing on people. So he was he was apprehended alive. Because he made that statement, as I as I just said, and it just showed that it's very weird that on this holiday, where people normally they just normally just lose a couple fingers, they end up losing their life. Yeah, one of the saddest stories that I heard from from what happened is that, oh God, this hurts my heart since I have a son, and he's young, but there was a little two year old who was running around, and they like they found him like down the street. But actually, it turns out both his parents were murdered in the sh- in the shooting. This little two year old's a fucking orphan now because of some terrorist that decided to shoot up a fucking event. And like, I couldn't. It just it, it hurts my heart when I when I when I heard that story. I was like, dude, that's fucking ridiculous. This little kid now an orphan. It's I mean, maybe, maybe he might become Batman, but I don't know. Mm-mm. I never know. Uh, Prodigy, it looks like you're holding back from some words. Yeah, no, I mean, this was just, uh, you know, another tragedy. This was not the only shooting that happened over Fourth of July weekend. Uh, probably the most famous one, uh, for uh, for sure, in terms of getting the most attention. But horrific fucking scene. Uh, obviously, there's, there's video of people running for their fucking lives. Grandmothers, uh, infants, you know, toddlers. All of that other stuff, maybe not infants, but toddlers, young kids, yeah, (laughs) yeah, young kids, Um, and it's just a. These are very. If you're not from the U.S., these are very common events. You put out a fucking lawn chair, uh, you know, you eat hot dogs, you drink. Shooting are the the parade. Yeah, I was going to say the the parade parade and the mass shooting. shooting. It's like both of them, right? Both of them are, are are very fucking common, but I mean, like the parades happen all the fucking time. So when you heard about this, everybody was just, you know, obviously your your heart gets fucking pulled on, your heartstrings or whatever get pulled on. But you know, it it, it isn't gonna fucking stop. We've talked about this a gazillion fucking times. You you know, there there's no real change that's gonna uh, prevent it, which is tragic in and of itself, but. People just losing their lives. I think the total death toll, and we're only halfway through the fucking year, is over 22,000, 23,000 uh, to, to gun violence so far this year. 2,710. There you go. 
There you go. Lives gone and they will never fucking come back. I'm pissed. Um, you know, th- this is another selfish asshole that's killing innocent people for absolutely fucking nothing. Go ahead. Yeah, let me, uh, I will take the will for a minute. Um, because this is something I don't know. I talked about in this podcast before, but I'll talk about it now. All right. So uh, y'all know me, like I'm, I'm actually pretty pro firearm. Like most people know me as like, I, I think people have the right to defend themselves, but I think that there, there's a limit for me. And I, I think I, I, we've hit the limit for me kind of like two years ago, you know, where it's just like people that should not have access to firearms are getting access to fire, access to firearms. And I'm, I keep seeing the same lame ass dumb argument of why are you, why are you going to um, punish the legal gun owners by what these legal gun owners, gun owners are doing illegal gun owners are doing. So for the record, the last three major mass shootings were done by people that were legal gun owners. The, The last one, he was a legal gun owner and he's another gun owner where he had um there were signs there for this dude he literally was going he had a bunch of knives and shit he talked about killing a bunch of people they took away all his knives but somehow magically he was able to obtain firearms like this to me is fucking bullshit and i'm thinking like in my own personal life like i i didn't shoot a, a, a firearm until i was in the marine corps and, you know, I got to shoot, uh, you know, an M16. It was, it was, for me, it was, it was cool. But let me just run a little bit in my own personal life, okay? I've, I've had mental health, issue, mental health issues throughout, like, pretty much my entire life. I'm, 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 st- I'm a stable person, you know. When I was in the Marine Corps, when I, when I was going through boot camp, I literally had to talk to a therapist for a fucking month, solidly, when I was in boot camp, so I could pass the the mental aspect of being a marine so that was well before i I even had my hands on um actual ammunition so yes they gave me an m16 when i was in boot camp but i had no literally zero access to a single round until i passed my actual mental evaluation from a psychologist and then i got to go do like actually learn how to shoot and what I think right now in America, we have this huge issue where we're letting people just kind of fall through their cracks that have mental, mental health issues. And don't get me wrong. Like right now, if somebody told me like, hey, um, you, don't, you don't rate to have a firearm of this caliber or whatever. I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. That's fine. Like I get that because the vast majority of like uh, uh, firearm deaths are from suicide. So you can do the research if you want, but that's the thing. Most people that have firearms commit suicide that, that, are, that, that cause death. And I, I don't think that America takes this shit seriously enough, like, at all. Like, if people are just like, oh, it's my right, it's my right, it's my right. It, it, it shouldn't really be a fucking fundamental right. I think we have a right to, like, life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, but I don't think we have the access. I don't think we should have access to, like, these sort, sorts of firearms anymore without actual fucking training and understanding, like, what these things actually do yes should you be able to get them you should but you need to prove that you are responsible enough to own these things and that you know what the fuck kind of damage it's going to do 
And then you're mentally stable enough to actually not cause harm to yourself or another person. And I don't think that that's unreasonable because I had to go through the same fucking bullshit, you know, in my life. And for people to be there, it's like, oh, it's my right. No, it's fucking not because the people that wrote the, you know, the Second Amendment, even the Constitution, semi-automatic anything didn't exist. No. (laughs) Semi-automatic anything did not exist. If you want to say, well, you could own cannons back. No, you, you really couldn't. Bitch, you couldn't own a cannon back then unless you knew a goddamn blacksmith and you had access to a shitload of metal and gunpowder. So, no, you couldn't have access to all this shit. If you want to say, oh, you can have a Gatling gun, no the fuck you couldn't because you're 75 years too fucking early. So there's like a lot of shit that, that the founding fathers didn't take into account because it didn't exist. It'd be like trying to explain laser guns to somebody in the 1800s. You know, like it just didn't exist. And so we need to keep evolving our, our, our laws to like really account for like all this shit because this is all new stuff. And don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, there needs to be a place to where people should have access to these weapons. But you need to prove to someone that you're not a crazy person, you know, and I'm saying that in a loose way that you're not going to harm somebody else or yourself. And I don't think that's unreasonable. Like you shouldn't be able to buy it so, you know, easily. Cause look at the fucking guy that just, the last three guys that got it, they all had fucking signs. Every, like all of them had signs of them wanting to do harm to others. And they were somehow legally able to buy firearms. Like, and, and people are just okay with this now. Like, you're losing the argument. Legal, legal, gun, legal gun owners are losing the argument of like saying, like, oh, it's only bad guys. Well, no, because these people were legally bound. They were legally able to buy these things, and they still did an incredible amount of harm. So people need to stop with that fucking argument. And I'm tired of hearing it. Just fucking stop. I got uh, something. Uh, there's uh, a... Go I was going to say, well, to um, Cronus's... Uh, bit about the semi-auto didn't exist. So cameraman or the cameraman uh, is talking about there was a gun in 1719 called the Puckle Gun. Now I'm looking at it. This is a gun. It doesn't look like your average citizen had access to because this is a this is a mounted gun. Like you had to have a um, a mount and place the gun on top of it. This looks like a military style gun. But this but is by a even when you say military guy. style, like back then, like the average person would not have access to this. To this, guy. I'll look it up, but I, I'm not familiar with the with that term. But it, saying in 1719, the vast majority yeah. of people would not have access to this because most people in 1719 were poor as fuck, and they didn't uh, yeah, have access to any sort of metals. They didn't have access to fucking, um, you know, smokeless uh, powder. None of that shit. It, like was uh, it was not mass produced back then. It, yeah, it, so this is the, so this is a crew served gun. So it looks like this had to be operated by a couple of people, but yeah, it was the patent was 1718 by a guy uh, James Puckle called the Puckle Gun. But yeah, this is the the earliest to be referred to as a machine gun. So let me just say this really quickly. Um, we all know people who we don't necessarily feel safe around. 
with <laughs> firearms, cooking utensils, uh, driving on the roads. Like <laughs> you, you know people that. Hold on, it was, are it's, a, hold on. Sorry, it's a flintlock revolver. Mm-hmm. So to refer to it as a machine gun, if it's flintlock, like that's it. it even if it was, you know, automated, it'd be slow as fucking shit because it's flintlock. Yeah. yeah do you? Who, uh, who are, are you looking at the here? picture? Are you? Yeah, I'm looking at the picture you... of it. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks okay, like yeah, a yeah. machine gun, but when you tell me it's flintlock, but... like you'd have to like strike it, then it's got to catch on fire, then it's got to fucking ignite the. This is not the, the fuck same out. fucking thing. Get the fuck out of here. And and it's and it's crew served, so it's not. This is not a single person doing this shit. And mm-hmm. that's what I said. Yeah. Is it? At least this is at least a three man, three man <laughs> job. That that doesn't sound fully automatic or semi automatic to me, or anybody reasonable. And I get me wrong, but I, I was just I, gonna... I think that people should be like you should be able to have to be armed, but like not everybody should be armed. Like we all know somebody that should not be armed. And if you That's say just... and if you say to me honestly that yeah everybody should be armed, then you're fucking lying. And then we're not in the same well, vein of anything because we yeah. all know somebody if. You can walk down the fucking street in any, any major city and see somebody like that person should not have a fucking gun. They're Dude, yelling at even, ghosts. They should not have a fucking beyond, gun. Even beyond that, there's people who you, everybody works with that yeah. you're just like, you know what? I don't want this person to have any type of weapon. Well, I don't trust this person. They seem a little off. They're, they're too on edge. You never know what kind of a mood they're going to be or what they're capable of in a certain mood. You don't fucking know. And so, yeah, do it. Do a psyche. Do some psyche valves. Put some more barriers and whatnot. Just something. Like so, I, funny, I saw a story earlier today where a guy gave a. He told a story about like what would happen if everybody had a gun. Everybody had a gun. So say you're at the mall and somebody starts shooting at the mall. The problem is, is that okay? Somebody starts shooting. You go run and hide. You're inside a fucking. Uh, you jump over the counter at at Auntie Anne's fucking pretzels. And you see a guy walk by with a gun, and your first reaction is, "Oh shit, this is the gunman!" You go to shoot him. That wasn't actually a gunman. That was another civilian that had a gun. Well, somebody saw you shoot him, and now they're shooting at you, and it's just a fucking domino effect. Like people just fucking shooting each other, and then all of a sudden, one guy comes running out there. It's almost like uh, they they mentioned like it's Call of Duty, like uh, like uh, like the uh, what's the uh, it's gun game. Yeah, like everyone's just yeah, yeah. just killing each other. Just one guy comes out. He's like, "Oh God, I'm glad." That's a that's a battle royale. Even though you don't respond, you don't respond after that shit though. Once you're once you're you're out. But like that's just one. I thought that was an interesting scenario the guy gave. Like, and I think Stitch even talked about how like if you give like a teacher teacher's gun and like a shooting happened, like the cops gonna show up. They're not gonna know like who's the actual suspect or who's a person of interest because everybody else has a gun. Like he just blends in with everybody else. So, like everybody having a gun isn't really that much of a solution. I mean, it. I don't know. Just at least if if everybody had a gun, they would understand how a gun worked, how it can take somebody's life. But it doesn't really fix the problem. Dude, te- teachers haven't got my again. My mom was a teacher. Um, teachers having guns just means that accidentally more students don't get going to get shot in class like it, it's a that's one of the worst ideas i've just ever heard you yeah. you, you say accident <laughs> yeah people don't I even believe that shit. teachers are teaching real stuff you want to give them fire like 
No, I don't think teachers should have firearms. Like, unless they really, really want to. And even still, like, I don't think that they should. Like, uh, people, somebody that's reasonably trained with firearms, I think, should have a firearm. And that pass mm-hmm. a psyche valve should have a firearm. But I think that teachers, their main thing is teaching. It'd be like me yeah. going into, like, so a teacher makes about as much as, like, a manager at McDonald's, Right. Give or take, yeah. Do I think that a manager at McDonald's should be armed at all times? Nope. Well, it's not even financial. Like, teachers barely... I mean, they have the control of a class of 30-plus students. They're already under stress. Like, having that all together and then, like, having to put, like, uh, classwork together and documentation and this and that and has to, and for a full fucking school year, like, there's so much other things that they need to be focusing on Versus, you know, making sure that their gun is properly loaded and taken care of and, like, you know, there's nothing in the fucking barrel that will jam up or something like that. Like, there's a lot of, to come to well, owning a gun, too. And it's also so. just, like, the basic thing of, like, worrying about keeping a... How do I put it? Like, actual awareness and controlling that firearm in a school full of... in a in a room full of kids at all times and like not, and and you have to focus on that as well as like teaching at all times. And it's like, to me, it's like, it's a bridge too far. Like seriously. Yeah. The, the, the simpler solution is to screen out people who have violent paths and threats and, uh, you know, are a danger to themselves and society from Mm. ever legally Mm -hmm. owning firearms and you know try to uh reduce the amount you know i'm gonna give i'm gonna drop some knowledge apparently because this this is um i guess this is public knowledge maybe i don't i don't know if this is easily accessed through the public but apparently this kid acquired a firearm through his father when he was 19 so his father co-signed him buying a gun so he did have some weird, not weird. He had like a mental health incident where he said he, 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 he literally threatened his dad that if I don't get this, I'm going to kill everyone in the house. The yeah. Fuck? So let, let me just be really, really clear too. Fuck that father. Um, and I'd love to see charges filed of some sort, civil, whatever against him. Uh, as well, or, or changing our laws, because we got to quit doing this bullshit of parent and uncle, grandparent or whatever, legally helping a broke ass 19, 21, 22 year old that doesn't have an extra $800, you know, to buy, <laughs> buy firearms. Yeah, um, he bought, he managed to, and he, he went through uh, a psyche veil and there apparently there wasn't sufficient enough evidence to uh, deny yeah. him. Well, that's because it's it's like a rubber stamp version. I mean, like you, you, I, I bet you dollars to donuts if they uh, the one that they, Japan uses if they had that level, then guess what? He wouldn't have fucking passed. Like you got you got just bullshit. And and here's the sad thing though, you know we're talking about it and you know it's not a real hypothetical anymore. There's people dead as a result of this legislation and the way we view this. Like people that are never coming back, you know, Blue talked about orphans, people lost their grandparents, like it's fucking tragic. And we, you know, we just finished burying uh, Uvalde, we just finished burying people from Buffalo. Like 
come on. It's. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, on a, a similar tangent, there's a shooting that, another shooting in another country that day. Like, go ahead, Blue. Well, no, I was just going to say, like, I'm looking, there's, I'm looking at, there's a site called, uh, gun, um, gunviolencearchive.org. And that's the one that has, like, all the stats of all the shootings and stuff like that. But I wish they would have, like, a category that would say, like, gang-related. I mean, because, you know, whatever you think of shootings, like, you think of gangs. But, like, here in America, it's it's almost never gang-related. I mean, there might be, like, you know, a drive-by here and there, and, like, three people might die. But, like, I wish they would have... Because on here, they have unintentional shootings, which is pretty low. But, like... Compared to but mass I, shootings, it's still up there. I like I, I like the statistics. I like being able to parse them out and all of that. But what you got to remember is don't get lost so much in the data that you lose the fact that these are literally people's lives. So regardless of the reason, I bet you that person wanted to come home safely that day, you know. And there's truly victims involved. Well, so, I just say because like the, the the media or like people spin it like they say like oh you know the bad people are the ones that have guns that are killing people. And it's like, no, it's not the bad people. It's the people who are, people who are not all there. And even then, like, it's not even about them not all being there. It's just, there's just, it's, cause I mean, cause there's, there's been shootings with people who would seem like they were sane. Like it wasn't a guy in Vegas, the Vegas shooting, the guy who like busts out the window Started to shoot down the crowd. He had like fucking booby traps and shit for like when the police or security guards showed up. Like, mm-hmm. oh, there's the even here the guy in San Jose who went up and shot his boss. When the uh, when law enforcement got to his home, he booby trapped his home to explode when they got there. Damn. So that that was last year. That was last year. Yeah, that was was that the the was that the no? If you're thinking Gilroy Garlic Festival, different guy. That was no, a younger kid. No, the one that happened at the the that VTA was that the VTA shooting? Yeah, that was the VTA shooting. Yeah, yeah, that, that guy, was... that, that guy, he rigged his house to blow as soon as they got there. His house exploded. Good lord. Yeah, that was close to home because we know. Uh, a uh, partner of mm-hmm. someone who works there uh, and, and knew knew that employee, knew all of that shit, you know, and it, it certainly fucking sucked. We had to all check on him and check on her and whatnot and see if everyone was, was okay because it was some really fucking scary times when that news hit. I will say that. That was, some, that was a trip. Fucking trip and a half. America would look at different countries and see, like, what's working from them and, like, Fold that into how things should be done here. Yeah, like well, it, there's other countries where the shit's working, and nobody's having an issue. But then well, it, it, Denmark had an issue on Monday. They had a mass shooting too. Copenhagen, some dude was out there shooting up a crowd. I I completely agree. I'm glad you bring it up, and it, it, that is still a tragedy. I would just say, in terms of the frequency. Mm-hmm. It's it's not on pace with America. You could do it per capita or yeah, whatever. No, it is and just the same thing with the person that I think it was in like some other North Western European country where like somebody had like a bow and arrow and was like killing a people. I'm just like, okay, well if it happens like 250 more times then yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, mm-hmm. it, then maybe you'd have a point, but 
here in America, like we we've literally had over 250 mass shootings in America so far, and like barely the half the year is done. Like on, it's an issue. On, av- on average, statistically, it's once per day. Yeah, at least it, it, once per day. And I'm not being like I'm not trying to be facetious or like an asshole, but like these are like literally facts. Like you y'all can look it all up right now if you want to. Look up mass shootings per day. They have like a whole website just dedicated just to mass shooting. When I say mass shootings, it's like what it's it's three or four or more people shot. I think it's four or more. Yeah. yeah. And I think that the the crazy thing is like the only reason why you you don't see more people dying is because of modern medical te- technology. That's the mm-hmm. only reason why you see like way more aggravated assaults instead of murders today is because of medical technology. It wasn't if it wasn't for that then you'd see way more like actual murders and actual killings in these mass shooting events. But people just they just want to throw that shit out the window. They don't they don't want to fucking listen. Just like, no, nah, you know, it's not really a problem, but this is a huge issue in America. It is. I I'll just say this really quickly. We also just got to have some more fucking empathy and sympathy for your fucking fellow citizens, goddammit. Like, this, these are families that will forever fucking be changed by this shit. And we just kind of oh. shrug and move on to the next one, thoughts and prayers, and move on. And I'm just like, what the fuck, man? There's just I no think- collective sense of, oh, that was a human life. And to me, the, the yeah. biggest fucking lesson that I'll never fucking get over with that was like over a million people dying from Rona. And it was just like, eh, you know, let's still party. I still want to go to the mall. Yeah, it's like, you know, when when someone I know personally, very personally, when I, you know, I was mentioning that, you know, my daughter got, you know, the Rona. And I was like, you know, we had to isolate, you know, in a hotel together. And they were like, well, why did you go in there with them? Like, did you, did you want to get the Rona? I'm like, you don't have a fucking choice. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You want me to leave a five-year-old to what? The fucking wolves? Like, <laughs> what do you want me to do here? Like, seriously, I can't just, like, leave these people. What do you mean, you people? Anyway, I can't just leave them <laughs> uh, to, like, fend oh, for themselves just because they got the... what? I mean, out of all of us, like, my, my family, I'm the person that's the most likely to survive from any sort of, like, illness. Illness. Like, seriously. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty healthy, even at, you know, in my early 40s. I'm still pretty healthy. Um, and, yeah, I can't just leave, like, them to just be sick together and just, like, what the fuck? Especially Dude, when like, my Flies. partner is, like, immunocompromised. So, yeah. Lord of the Flies is all right, man. Come on now. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, wait. So, kind of going back to the whole mass shooting thing. Uh, I mean, nobody died in this instance. But there was this, actually a shooting uh, on Fourth July here in California, over at the Oakland um, Coliseum uh, during the eighth, uh, during the game. Fire, yeah, doing a fireworks show uh, right out, out outside the street. There was uh, five people who were injured by a uh, gunfire from people. That's another thing I don't understand. Like people who celebrating like Fourth July with guns because it says uh, it's the American way. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, <laughs> You you get more American than that. If you're not getting hit by a bullet on 4th of July, are you really American? So yeah, it says uh, five people inside Oakland Coliseum hit by apparent 4th of July 4th celebration gunfire. Hold on, hold on, Blue. Did you say inside the fucking Coliseum? Yes. 
In God five damn. people inside. Five. It's not just one. One, okay. That's what? lottery numbers. Five what? people? No, nah, that doesn't sound right. Five uh, people. Uh, you getting shot going to an A's game? What the fuck? I mean, it's eighth game, so maybe. No, it's like, but no, um, yeah, so there's like uh, the site I mentioned earlier that Cronus probably meant is thinking of. It's called uh, gunviolencearchive.org. Yeah. And literally, they have on here a list of gun shootings that happen like in the, in the last 24 hours and there was actually one today in chicago uh there was one in illinois indiana new york california actually hold actually looking at the fourth of july there's actually a lot of a lot of fucking shootings yeah well, this, this this what i was saying though is that when you have like shootings like med- medical technology is what's keeping people from dying like seriously, like there's there's shootings every fucking day in America, every fucking day, and if if literally if, if you would just what's the better way? I don't want to say the R word. If you were to go back in time with like medical advancements by like just thirty forty years, and you have the same sorts of violence with like gun violence and or just violence in general in America, you would have probably at least a fifty percent increase in deaths if not more mm-hmm. like seriously because people are getting shot and fucked up every goddamn day but our medical technology has like has saved like a lot of people and that it's saying a lot but it's also it's fucking sad that here in america we're still dealing with this shit and we still make fun of like quote-unquote shithole countries you know and like yeah some countries are like i guess worse than ours but it depends on what metric you're talking about like if you give them the same medical advancements as as we have, with the same sort of violence, like what would their outcomes be? Mm-hmm. If you give them the same sort of like you know, just like money in general, like what would their advancements be? Like how many people could survive? Like how how well could they get? How well would they be off? You know. But here in America, when you talk about like just basic shit that other countries have that are you know first world countries. Like you know, universal healthcare and shit like that. Like people are just like they just saying that. Somebody right now is thinking like, "Fuck that, bro." We pay how many fucking billions and trillions of dollars in fucking taxes, and we can't have basic healthcare for everybody in America. And you're just like, "Yeah, that's hilarious because it's socialism." Like, what are you talking about? Like, you have social security. Yeah. We're already embedded in the socialistic like style of like care for americans it's already there like the vast majority of shit like this this is what makes me fucking super angry is that people are in the fuck that that served in the goddamn military talk shit about you know food stamps and shit like what are you talking about like you're literally your whole livelihood is based upon taxpayer dollars yep and you want to sit there and talk shit about somebody that is getting you know, welfare. At the same time, if you're in the, in the if you're in the military, I, I can speak to this on a personal fucking level. If you're below a certain level in the military, like say like an E five and below, and you have a family, what's the first thing they do when you when you when your kid's born? They put you on WIC. That's a social fucking program. On top of the social program you're already enrolled in because you're in the fucking military. The military is a fucking social program. You're paid by taxpayer dollars. And what makes it even kind of more embarrassing when you're in the military is that you, you pay taxes that pay for your own fucking paycheck. 
Yep. <laughs> <laughs> You're paying yourself. <laughs> yeah, like, like all all the shit. Yeah, cameraman. I say what camera. So now, now we're getting to like a a more of a like an even level. Yes, social security, public roads, all this shit. These are all oh. things that are social programs. Like if you, if, if you want to sit there and talk about I'm an individual in America, and you you get in your fucking car and drive. No, you're not, because somebody built your fucking car, somebody built the road, somebody built your fucking house, somebody did all that shit for you. But you want to talk about now after getting all those advantages that taxpayer dollars are paid for, you want to talk about, oh, I'm an individual. Get the fuck out of here. You don't even know who the fuck you are. You don't know where the fuck you live. You don't know your fucking neighbors. You don't know shit. You're basically a fucking moron. And you're just living in this weird-ass existence. And you don't know what's going on. Yep, yep. Using technology that uh, came from... Government research as well, defense research as well. What prodigy you just say? It's Al, Al Gore. The, the internet is Al Gore. You know, just saying. <laughs> Al Gore's internet. Al Gore's internet. See now you're like, is Corona serious? Maybe not. Maybe I am. I don't know. What, you know. One of the major things is like GPS. Like that was like a military thing, oh, right? Like yes, absolutely, hundred percent was. Yeah. yeah, there's a there's a whole actually uh still book recommendation go read um Neil deGrasse Tyson's Dr. Neil deGrasse Tyson's Accessory to War where he goes into a whole lot of detail throughout uh all of human history in terms of advances in war push technology like nothing else not just oh, yeah. in American culture in the last 200 220 25 years or whatever all throughout history well and this um, is the, this so. is the problem that we have now this is like an uncomfortable subject is like Actually, on Balance Exchange, uh, me and Puppet Bear talked about it. It's like the, the weird thing of like the divide between uh, the military and Silicon Valley. Because there's a huge divide now, <laughs> especially like the past probably 30 years. There's been a huge divide because there's companies out there that are just like, whoa, you're going to do well with my technology? Like, I don't want you to do that. Um, <laughs> like, are like. Even when, when I was in the Marine Corps, like, you know, Jesus Christ, it's probably more than 20 years, not 20 years ago, but a while ago. It's been a minute. Hold on. Somebody just donated. Clay. Holy shit. He donated a, a good amount of money. Thank you, thank Clay. Thank you, Clay. Yeah. <laughs> we appreciate oh, shit. it. Yeah. Thank you. He said, appreciate y'all for breaking down these heavy topics and tragedies, dark times. Yeah. Kind of depressing. Sorry. But yeah. <laughs> It's like there's a divide between Silicon Valley and, and, and the government because there's a lot of companies in Silicon Valley and technology in general that they're very iffy about, like, what if I give you, like, this tech, but it ends up killing people? And that's a legit concern. And that's something that is, it's, it hasn't been even addressed by the military, like, at all. They just want to, like, gimme, gimme, gimme with all this tech shit, but, like, also, like, not even acknowledging that, like, if you... If they give you your shit, like what? What is it actually going towards? Let, you know? let, let me just say it flat out, and obviously you already know this way better than me because of your industries. But without the military, without the U.S. government, there'd be no Silicon Valley. Period. Like no, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, research, the telecommunications, everything. You know, the satellites. Right, they got Tony Stark. I mean, most of his money was coming from defense budget. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, there, there's a whole lot of truthiness to the whole fact that without the Defense Department budget and the research and all of that, you get no you get no Silicon Valley period, like full stop. So, 
but man, we can we can go down no, that history I mean, for, uh, for sure. But I mean, but also you wouldn't our military. On the flip side, our military would not be as advanced had it not been for Silicon Valley. It's a it's a very it's a it's a circle. It's like the circle of life. Very you know what I mean, it's a circle of life. And I, I think that if the uh, if the American military were more, I don't know, like level-headed and just like not so. This is the, okay. I'm going to give you a contradictory statement. Mm-hmm. If the military wasn't so out for money or out for like doing all this shit, but also at the same time, like the the corporations that are want to get paid they're getting paid off of basically like deaths mm-hmm. and so it's like this weird like reciprocating fucking cycle of like i'm gonna give you this shit it's gonna lead to death and then we're gonna do this it's like this is all like the, the it's the fucking thing that needs to stop and i think at this point in time like we're seeing it now like with the if you look at like the last um the f-35 with the lightning too right that's the the latest like a uh, joint strike fighter if you look at like the whole program, it, co- it went way over budget. Like the a, a single aircraft cost like almost a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. And if it rains, they have to repay the whole fucking thing. Like it, it's insane. <laughs> but like, if it would have been like on a, a more level playing field to like get that technology and all that shit, would have been like way better off. But you know, we're not doing that right now. And I think that, that that's a huge issue for, like, our, our tax dollars, like, where it's actually going. For me, it's an issue. Like, it, it's, don't get me wrong. It's cool having, like, cool fucking technology, cool tech in our fucking, you know, our, you know, fighter aircraft and all that shit. Like, it's cool. But at the same time, like, if it's costing us a trillion fucking dollars at this point in time, you'd be like, oh, we got to be the best. But I don't know. I'd much rather have, like, my kids have a fucking decent education. Yeah. Then have a trillion dollar aircraft program, you know? I really would. I, I'm going to tell you this: literally, the entire planet, in terms of some of the whole climate change technology, if U.S. military changed in terms of pollution and change standards and whatnot, but because of the size of it, you would see a change in the planet very, very quickly, and you know, it, it would put pressure on a whole lot of other governments as well. But because of the size of it. Like you, if they had more solar and you know and all of that, you you could change the planet very very quickly with that too. Like there's there's a lot that could be done, and I'm not saying even change some of the objectives or whatever. I'm literally just talking about cleaner, a little cleaner and less pollution. So I'm just I mean I can talk about it from like a you know, as both a you know a marine and and an actual contractor, like just get rid of the fucking government like. Just, I'm not even saying get rid of the government contracts, which you probably should, but just <laughs> hold them accountable. You know what I mean? Like just it, that's like the the base minimum that what I'm asking for. Hold them accountable. Like stop letting them charge us. I'm not saying the military. I mean us as individuals, a fucking a gajillion dollars. Like the annual military budget is encroaching upon a trillion dollars. Mm-hmm. And we're at no active war right now. No active yep. war. And we have a larger military budget than when we're at the when we're at World War II, including inflation. 
Yep. Like, why is the budget that large? Like, I, I can think of a thousand more things that are more useful right now for America than, you know, than, than most of the military. And don't get me wrong, we need a military. I'm with you there. I'm not saying get rid of the military, in, like, in general. But what I'm saying, though, is, like, the, most of our programs that are going towards the military are just, they're just fucking wasted dollars. Because nobody's nobody's holding any of these guys accountable, and nobody's doing anything to like save money. They're all just like just throw money at the problem. But we throw money at this problem for like the longest time, and literally there's no fucking issue right now, and it's still at almost a trillion dollars a year. How do you spend a trillion, almost a trillion dollars, and still don't have any super soldiers here? Like seriously, for real. And then where is it? You start giving me Iron Man's. Or, you know, Captain America's, I might be more on board. But it's not yeah. there. I don't see a goddamn Hulk. I don't see a Red Hulk. I don't see a fucking Purple Hulk. I don't see no Hulks. We got zero Hulks. <laughs> I want a nanotech suit. Hey, I, if, if, I mean, yeah, uh, I need, I need Mark IV armor. A previous but. president brought into Space Force, and I'm not seeing any kind of fucking... Starship Enterprise in the sky at all. You know, and mm. also, 100%, fuck the Space Force, first mm. of all. Because we, this is what makes, makes me even more depressed. When I was in, when I was active in the Marine Corps, well, I went to boot camp in uh, MCRD in San Diego. And not far from MCRD, like, literally, I could have ran there easily. Um, I, I could have fucking walked there easily. It's like, not even a mile away. It was Spa War. It was a space, a space warfare thing. Mm-hmm. And they renamed it because, like, when they start first talked when they first talked about Space Force, I was like, "We have Spa War. Like, why do we have the Space Force now?" And I drove by Spa War now, and it's called something totally different. And I'm just like, "But that's literally we had a division for that, but we're not prepared to go into space to fight fucking anything." Think about how arrogant Americans are. Just the the world has to be. To think that if some other species came from, you know, outside of our sphere of, inf- sphere of influence, our solar system, got all the way to here, and to think that our current war-fretting technology, where we couldn't even leave the solar system, could possibly defeat them. Yeah. And that's where, you're gonna, that's where you want to put some extra money. Yep. Well, yeah. Yeah. And... There's no, it, they literally could be, it could be microscopic dust mites that all have a hive mind. We don't fucking know. You know what I mean? Like, or they can come from another fucking dimension. <laughs> intergalactic. Oh, they're interdimensional beings of war. We're fucked. There's nothing. No, they'd, be, they'd be up in the upside down. We're fucked either. If any alien force comes to Earth, we are fucked. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they were peaceful as shit. The fact that they got here could fucking destroy us utterly. Well, here's my only thing, though. If they're slime girls or cows, oh, I think damn. the fuck could still happen. And I'd be happy no. with that. I'd go out fucking, you know what I mean? Clown noises included. Let's go. Imagine if there were space vampires. You're still, you still trying to smash or not? Look, they're going to gonna drain you. They're going to drain you in two ways. No, the, I, I got a question. How cold are they? <laughs> <laughs> That's number one. 
And how big are their titties? I'm just. There you go. Um, there you go. I guess it depends. I mean, like I said, they'll drain you in two different ways. Look, man, so. bro. Brothel, you have to be able to rate the brothel. That's it. That's job number one. If you can't rate the brothel, then you're not doing your fucking job. Come on now. Mm. All right, we got we got to wrap it on up, guys. Uh, Blue, Blue, what you populating on this week? God damn it. Oh, shit. What's going on? So I just finished watching uh, Strange Things season four. Uh, I've been, dude, I binge the shit out of fucking superman superman and lois on the cw show like that they really pet the money into the show because it it's it's movie quality like a lot like even like if you watch the first episode of season one like it's like like movie quality it's no it's not a cw show that this is so either it's like netflix hbo max like this is some high-end show that they had and this season was actually really fucking good like they did a really good job with this um uh, shout out to Clay. Uh, Clay dropped uh, dropped some funds into our our piggy bank. Um, I'm still we're, we're still waiting for his book to come out. Uh, there's a book called it Black. Delayed. <laughs> yeah, it got delayed again. So it's actually on that, on Amazon right now. It's listed as uh, being uh, released July 26th. Right. So hopefully get get it then. Uh, there's two ways you can get it. You get a hard copy or the Kindle version. Uh, the hard copy is thirty bucks, and the Kindle is thirteen dollars. But I, I I pre-ordered the the hard copy, so I'm excited about that one coming. Because there's nothing about having like a thick like book that you just on your counting coffee table or whatever. So I look forward to that. You talking about a thick uh, hard copy? Yeah, thick all right. Copy. <laughs> and, and the book is black too, so it's a it's a it's a BBC, a big black book. Oh, a BBB, <laughs> big black book, BBB. Yeah, big black book. There you go, BBB. Pogs. Pogs. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, not, not too much happening. Uh, Sebastian slowly getting bigger. Um, actually, hung out with friends. Uh, some of my groomsmen over the weekend. It was uh my friend Ben's birthday, and we went. We met up at this bar called Middle Eight. And at first, I was like, Middle Eight. It's not like it, it's a play on Middle Age, but it kind of is. Like it's a '80s bar. It's an '80s bar. Uh, they had some really good drinks. Wait, where about, was that uh, at? Where? Um, Pleasanton. Oh, okay. It, I think they just recently opened it. I think they've been open for a couple of like a uh, couple of months now, maybe two or three months. But it was it was fun. The drinks were good. Bartenders were. They were fire. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Big boy. Woo wee. But uh, no. So there, they, there's a. It, it's interesting. There was like a screen on the wall. And they had like there's like a woman on there, and she was like it was like it was like she was there at the bar, but she really wasn't. It's like something I was pre-recorded, but like she'd be like sitting there just standing there, and like she'll look over like waiting for somebody to come talk to her, but then she'll like look away and stuff like that. It was really weird how they did it, but um apparently like, some of the girls that were on there were the bartender. So there's one girl that popped up. I was like, wow, she looks very familiar. And I like look over to the bartender. It's the same girl. I was like, oh shit, like that's her. And so I asked her. She's like, yeah. It's some little, little promotion thing they do, but um, I thought it was really fun. It was, it was a really good time. Uh, it probably was like my first outing, like out with like out in public, like seriously out in public. So the whole pandemic happened, so it was actually kind of cool to get out. Cause you know, I'll hang out with friends, whatever. But this was like stranger danger territory. Um, and then for the Fourth of July, we went to uh, we went to Golden Gate Park for a friend's birthday with with Sebastian and this kid was 
this kid act like he's been walking for years now. He's not even he's barely over one. Like he was running, he was like walking up the hill, down a hill. He went to go down to the playground. He was just he was just all over the place. And it, it was kind of cute seeing him and like Nancy running or sorry, seeing his run after him. But uh it was uh, it's just fun. It was it was fun all together, but uh, yeah, this weekend I need to I need to get back on the PS5. Um, there's some games that dropped I want to try out and play. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, Loki. Oh, <clears throat> sorry, Loki. Uh, God of War dropping uh, Rat Rock, but also uh, we get uh, Thor: Love and Thunder this weekend. Uh, drops tomorrow or Thursday or Friday. Sorry, I'm um, looking forward to that. But it might that might be the first movie I might actually go to the theater to see. But I'm looking at some of the reviews. It might not be. <laughs> what you guys got? Watch there anyway. All right. Old, old Ninja, what you got? <laughs> uh, so for me, I'm just going to go into a birthday party for my little cousin. She turned seven this weekend. She's had like kind of a, a little bit of a rough year this year. But doing like a pool party birthday gig for her. Um, probably going to see some family over the weekend a little bit. Um, been watching the Orville New Horizons, and they've completely gone away from the comedy aspect of the show in this new season. It's been all, like, super Star Trek style with the Orville cast or whatnot. Um, I guess, uh, Star Trek Prodigy starting this week, I guess. Uh, I I might check... Hmm? Probably he's on Star Trek. Yeah, watching interspecies reviewers in the holiday. Then brothels, <laughs> then brothels ain't gonna review themselves. God damn it! Um, uh, I'm gonna try to finish uh, Superman and Lois because I'm I'm like three episodes from the end. I didn't really I, I watched that far because it's like Blue said it, it's written pretty well. I didn't think they were gonna top the first season, but they've done pretty good. I still think the first season's a little better, but this has got a definitely really interesting story with characters I didn't expect them to use. So it, it's been pretty interesting to see how things uh, went about this season. I want to see how it ends. Uh, I stopped at a, I stopped because they were on like hiatus for a while, so I just never went back to it. So I guess they finished the season. So I'm gonna go back and do that, and then um, yeah, uh, probably uh, I got back on Destiny like uh, I said like a week or two ago. So I've been trying to get on that and stream a little bit of that. At least not – I haven't done it fully yet, but I'm waiting for, like, you know, a bigger squad to run with. Recently, I've just been running with two people instead of three. So um, hopefully going to fix that sometime this weekend. Try to get some gameplay on Twitch on there pretty soon. Hopefully Prodigy can stay awake long enough to play. We'll see how that goes out. And then uh, – I'm tired. <laughs> RNH is for the young folk. No, you've been, you've been fapping too hard. <laughs> mm. Ain't got the food. Uh, damn. That's yeah, pretty much it for me. All right, Cronus, what you got? I'm glad to be back in the garage. That's not mine, I guess. <laughs> still looking for a home. I'm still, uh, you know, my the house went on the market uh, last week. So we'll see. Hopefully it sells soon. I don't know. We had an open house over the weekend. Obviously, I'm not there. But we needed the house to sell, and I need to find like a permanent home for us, because my brother's place is cool and all, but it's not my place, you know. Mm. I, I enjoy like 
being here and like especially enjoying his backyard because he has like a really nice pool. But uh, it, it none of this is mine or ours. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to like actually settling settling down and getting like all my shit back in like my own house. But the housing market currently is like it's fucking terrible. So we might get lucky and sell our shit, but we might not and have to rent for a while until like the market bounces back and I don't fucking know, but we'll figure it out. So yeah, <laughs> it just, it sucks. That's all I got. I hear you. Um, you know me. Look, I, I'm already happy. I'm going to watch Interspecies in 4K. I got my fluids. I got my Pedialyte. Gatorade, milk, beer, all of it ready. And um, I just, I need to see cowgirls bouncing. That's it. And succubus and slime girls and all of them. In <laughs> fact, actually, here's what, here's what I'm going to say. I'm convinced that some of y'all just need to start watching this. So here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. I'm going to do a giveaway in the month of August. Uh, for interspecies reviewers. Let me just get one more copy because this copy is all sticky already. Um, uh, and, uh, I'm going to do a giveaway in the month of August. Before the end of August, I'm going to give it away, mail it to somebody as long as you're in the U.S. and you're just going to have it. So yeah. that's what I got. Old Ninja, take us out. Uh, just FYI, make sure they're not a minor prodigy. Oh yeah, yeah. You got to be over the age of twenty-seven. Yeah. No, so you definitely you <laughs> cannot be um, like digging out ore throughout the earth. You cannot be a miner to get this. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, if if you're like going yeah. through sand to get gold and shit, or trying to get diamonds or something, like that, it's not for you. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely not. If you're playing Minecraft, this game isn't for you. Goddamn. Quick little thing. So it was the the PS2 intro boot. Sounds like. The, the clock ticking and uh, Stranger Things to me. What does it sound like? I mean, I'm just I'm very curious now. Can you play it for us? Or do I have to uh, while I'm talking? Do I got to do the thing? Do I got to do the yeah, thing? PS. We always have trouble hearing your intro ass, sound. Okay, hold on. I, I can play it for you right now. Are you ready, Blue? Yeah, let's do it. You ready? Let's go. All right. Probably gonna be like a fucking commercial first. Can you hear that? Nope. nope. Oh shit. Well, I think the audience heard it. The audience can definitely hear this. Does it sound the same? It doesn't sound anything like a clock. What? So it's you have to listen to them together, like compare them to each other. It's not like it. So the clock when it ticks, it slowed down. So it's like a. It, oh, you have to look at the. Okay, the... Oh, so, I mean, okay. I know it's not the PS2 sound, but it's very. They're very similar. Every time I hear it, it triggers. It does trigger me. It makes you got the PS2 uh, boot up sound. Okay. Does it make you want? Does it want make you want to go for the border and buy some Taco Bell? No, it does not. Oh. <laughs> Do you want some Mountain Dew? Possibly a Zima. <laughs> I'm just saying. Damn. <laughs> Fucking Zima. All right, bl- <laughs> old days to take us out. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, you just experienced Black and Black Times Infinity. Cowgirl podcast on the internet check us out anywhere and everywhere with Bees and BTI that's B-T-H-A-N-B-T-I uh, check out our official website binhyproductions.com or slash Bees and BTI uh, we got a lot of requests about it. This our discord so we have a discord 
email us at bthebti at gmail.com because some folks didn't know. I guess they don't pay attention to this part of the podcast or something. Yeah, we have Discord. We have official website. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, bthebti. You don't see us, just type out the full dankness. Black and Black Times Infinity. Slime girls all up in your face. America! Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>